Do you love traveling through time and space? Then listen to Gallup Radio, a Hoovian podcast, every other Friday, right here on the Journey into Comics Network, journeyintocomics.com. Following the following journey into comics, 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 network, 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 production, production. We're gonna fuck the sodomites in the heritage. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Dick. I'm here with Tyler and Matt. Hi! He's Matt. I'm Matt! Tyler's too busy playing Pokemon. Hey, on, dude, sorry. On his new Switch. I just got Fly. Oh, nice. This is episode 70. Uh, this is our first official episode back in a couple weeks, you know. Last week, we took a break for, you know, th- Thanksgiving. <laughs> wow. That's Christmas, dude. My that, brain hurts sometimes, too. I know. <laughs> well, we just we just accidentally ran into Cameron, and I feel like his autism just, like, hit me. And oh, yeah. Did you just have a brain aneurysm? Because that can happen anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, last week we took a break for Christmas. I did a little short episode, you know, just whatever. And then we did Drunk Castrophe. Which I'm really bummed you weren't here for that. Yeah, Although, I was like deathly ill. I went to work that day, and like you know how I am early in the morning anyway, because you got to you you, have yeah. a, you are the one person that's a part of this show that has worked like physically worked with me. So like, I'm either really with it first thing in the morning or I'm not with it at all. And I got to work um, that Thursday, that day of podcastry, and I was like, man, I just I just don't feel good. I'm like. I got plenty of sleep, but I was groggy and tired, and like I just my fucking head hurt. And then as the as the day progressed, it just like man, I fucking like I should not be this nauseous. And I was like dry heaving while I was working, and then I started throwing up, and then you know it's just a spiral after that. So I fucking went home and and tried to do a rally nap. Yeah. To fucking recoup for uh. For uh, drunk catastrophe Snorlax style, I thought, okay, I'll go sleep for a couple hours, try and drink a bunch of water, and I, I mean, I couldn't even stomach like small amounts of water, so I had to unfortunately bow out of the momentous occasion of podcast or of drunk catastrophe two. It was quite a train wreck. <laughs> like Would Austin, you expect Austin didn't anything come. Else? Austin didn't come. Yeah. Um, so like no, it was just. I mean, it was exactly what it was. I guess supposed to be just constant everybody talking and talking over each other and nothing. We didn't even have like a topic for like the first hour. I don't even remember if we did or not. And then sounds successful. To and me. then like maybe the last twenty five minutes we talked about Star Wars, <laughs> and that was actually like the most like cohesive part of the whole show. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Yes. Uh, Anytime you start talking about some kind of nerd, yeah, it's like Star Wars or 
us with superhero movies. We're like, like that's when the conversation gets pretty. Uh, there's like here. maybe a solid thirty-seven minutes of us just slapping each other because we all had shirts, our shirts off. Okay. We took our shirts off in solidarity because Dave Linder wasn't here. Right, your boy. Yeah. Woo. Dave Linder wasn't here, so we took our shirts off because we knew he would he would like he would he would want it that way. And he would masturbate. Yeah. But no, That's so like, important yeah. so at some point, somebody slapped another person on the stomach, and then that just turned into a giant slap fight between us all. I got slapped. I didn't slap anybody. They just kept slapping me. You, you were just a, a bystander. I was. Please stop. I can't do it anymore. Yes, Pod Daddy Nate, I am a little sick. I've been, yeah, I've been sniffly and throaty and. I can't do it anymore. Matt says, love the, or he also says, love the Lakers jersey, Matt. I'm the goat. Bah. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> please, please stop. Yeah, we had, we had those three boys over there. The Dark Lord, King in the North from, uh, I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I have to interrupt you. Right now at the Indiana State Museum, there's a movie called Pandas, an IMAX original film. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we going to go see it? I kind of want to. Do we want to see Tiffany and IMAX? Yes. Good Lord. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. IMAX Jesus. Film. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Pandas. I'm pretty sure nature would like to claim that as their original. <laughs> Keep talking while I pour this. You want me to pour you a glass? Uh, I'll just take a sip of what you have remaining in the can. If that's okay. Okay. Because if it's a lot like the Nutter Cup, I probably won't like it. It's a better, it's a lot like it, but it's a better flavor. Well, we shall see. It's, it's more peanut buttery. And this is the peanut butter pieces from 450 North we're talking about here. It's a lot more peanut buttery, less of that burnt peanut butter taste that you had. See, I'm still just getting like, sorry, not even like burnt Is peanut butter. No. Okay. It's like burnt chocolate. It's like no. burnt chocolate. The only, yeah. The only I, peanut butter worth having is crunchy peanut butter. Skippy brand, crunchy peanut butter. If it's just got peanuts in it, I like it. Okay, that's fair. Skip, um, Skippy is a superior peanut butter. My father is a big fan of Peter Pan. Whipped. I used to be too, and then they whipped started creamy peanut sick. butter peanut. Peter Pan peanut butter. What? Whipped creamy peanut, Peter Pan peanut butter. Then they, used to, then they started making people sick, and I stopped eating Peter Pan. I haven't been sick. Creamy. Lots of people have. <laughs> oh, Alex Taylor in the chat says, Happy New Year, boy, because that's right. This is January 1st. Ye- this new is Year, new me. Officially Hashtag blessed. The very first uh, podcast fee of the year. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about it's that. A, it's the same me. <laughs> it's New Year, same me. New Year, new me. Nope. Nope. Still going to be the same nope. thought. I'm just going to be myself. But I thought you were the goat. Bah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> bah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to lose weight this year. That's probably my resolution. Hey, me too. I'm, I'm legitimately going to try and do that. I went to the doctor... 
about a week before Christmas because I thought I had a sinus infection coming along pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to get a handle on this before the holiday. So I went there. They weighed me. I'm like 200, like almost two, almost 245. And I was like, fuck, I'm as big as John Cena with none of the muscle. So I need to start doing some push-ups. And then, like I was telling Blaine, I'm finally catching up on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, man. God, Chris Hemworth will make your dick hard, won't he? My wife was just like, why do you always talk about how good he looks? I'm like, uh, because look at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I mean, between between him and uh, Water Thor, old Jason Momoa. Yeah. Aqua bro. Water Thor. Water Thor. Uh. Uh, fucking slow bro, well, maybe. The like, I, I also watched Infinity Samoa War bro. today. What? And the, I watched Infinity War today, and the scene where he's like holding the like star thing open, like the forge, and he's like, "Fuck!" I'm just like, Jesus Christ! Look at those fucking biceps. It's almost man. like the scene in. Uh, it's like the scene Predator? in fucking Winter Civil Soldier. War. Is it Civil War? It's, it's either Winter Soldier or Civil War. I think where it's Civil War, where he's holding the fucking the, no, that's, helicopter. It, yeah, that is Civil War. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Evans yeah. just Hulk, like hulking out himself. Just you see, like all the veins in his biceps, and they're yeah. just—it's just like they don't look that big until that moment, and you're just like, "Holy yeah, shit!" Dude, and then you, and then you're like fixated on his arms. Like anytime he's in scene, when he just has his t-shirt on, and you realize that they are that big all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not until you see him in action that you're They're like ghost biceps. Oh, like <laughs> ghost like, biceps. Like once you see him, you can't unsee him. <laughs> the ghost biceps. So yeah, that's that's my goal really. But other than that, like you know, I did start a new job late this year in November, yeah. and it's just trying to gain traction with that job and lose weight. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm uh my my goals are just the same, you know. Thirty percent. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know. Like I've never. It's been a long time since I've done the whole New Year's resolution thing or goals thing because like it doesn't change anything. Just keep being. If if I if I don't want to change anything, if I don't need to change anything, why change anything? Right. Like I'm just gonna keep going by the by uh, what Gandhi said. Don't be a cunt. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Or is that Buddha? I don't know. Mm, either way, either way, don't be a piece of shit. I'm not gonna be a piece of shit. Okay. I'm a. I don't really do the New Year's things just because, like, for most of the time, people don't fall through with them anyway. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess my only goal is to continue growing this show, continue trying to grow the our our brand alongside the Journey into Comics Network brand. Um, I, I had a talk with Mr. Phillips at LaFiCon, and uh, so hopefully we got some pretty big things in the works. I also have my own ghost big things in the works. It's a secret. Oh? Yeah. You'll see. I just thought of another resolution for me looking at myself in this camera is go find a tanning bed. (laughs) Maybe it's... Part of it is probably just because you're wearing so much yellow. It might be that, but I'm also just... I'm very white. Yeah. I'm a very pale dude. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to assume your race or anything, but... That was wrong arm. I'm just saying. Yep. Like, I'm darker than you. Like, there's no way I could go to a beach right now. <laughs> I, there's just no way. Like, there's if just I went no on that way, sh- pal. I was watching uh, Naked and Afraid over the break. Dude, you guys want to go on a Naked and Afraid? No. I'd be down. 
Why not? I don't like being naked. Okay. Or afraid. Yeah, but you. Get- <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> two things I'm not a fan of there, pal. Being naked and being afraid there. It's literally Put it together in the title. and I just can't handle it. <laughs> it's literally in the title. <laughs> but uh no, I'd be down but I was watching that show and uh I was I'm like, sitting there and I'm we're watching this episode of a guy who was like a ginger and they threw him on a tropical island. Mm-hmm. Oh. And for like the first like Sons eleven days he got so sunburned, all he could do was just lay there and the person had to basically feed him. Yeah. He was just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's and like, they're like, his survival rating has dropped significantly. He's it's like, like, what the fuck? You put him in the worst environment for him. Yeah. It's like literally any uh, scene in any of the Alien franchise movies. When you see someone cocoon to a wall, kill me. God. Please kill me. Like, you, you you know, like, I can I can just imagine how, like, those first couple, like, little scenes of that show went. Like, he's doing stuff, you know, surviving. And as he's doing it, he's like, <laughs> no, that's exactly how it was. Like, they're trying to get to like, the campsite because, like, the way the show works, you know, you seen right. it. You get dropped like, off. You get dropped off. You got to go to the campsite and you got to sit there. And then and you, then you go have to, to evaluate that campsite. Yeah. You have to decide whether or not you're going to stay at the one that they've chosen for you. So, like, as they're going to this campsite, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm getting sunburned." <laughs> like, he's just like, "I feel it on my shoulders," and they're like. It gets to the next day, and he's, like, under their little shelter that he made. And he's, like, as red as that fucking thing cape. over there. That, that is a cape. It was bad. <laughs> and he was just, like, ow. 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 <laughs> I felt terrible. I and need then made me think of my wife. Because my wife is a crazy ginger. Like, like as white as the light shade. Almost. And I'm, like, if she ever went on that show... They would throw her on an island like that just because they're assholes and they're like, this would be great for ratings. You don't have a soul anyway. I mean, <laughs> she has a beautiful soul. <laughs> Gingers don't have souls, Matt. She has a beautiful soul. <laughs> did you fashion her a soul? Did you make one? Maybe I did. That's fair. Whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to judge. God, I'm saying that song. But yeah, I would totally go on naked and afraid. Have you ever described someone's complexion as milk? <laughs> no, more vanilla. That guy just popped into my head like, hmm. He's got a milky complexion. Milky, milky complexion. I'm thinking more of yogurt. Plain yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Greek or Western? Greek. Okay. You you remind me a lot of a Greek yogurt. Uh, a priester. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. If you went on that show, what would you bring, like, for your, like, you know how you're allowed to bring one thing? What would you bring? Mm, Definitely a knife-fire starter combo. Nice. Like a good, a good knife with some fire steel. Because, I mean, you can't do anything without fire. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's probably the best option. See. That or a life straw. I would bring... Like that shovel that like Green Berets use. An e-tool. I bring that because you use it as a pan, a weapon, mm-hmm. a knife. Yeah, e-tool's handy. I'd bring that fucking thing. Alex <laughs> says my complexion is definitely milk. I'm glad someone accepts <clears throat> accepts what I've labeled them milk. as. Two <laughs> percent or skim. I mean, if I was a, if I was a ginger, I'd bring some aloe. 
<laughs> I need it. <laughs> I mean, you be, eat it. You eat it for sustenance. Yeah. I, I'd be out within bites? like the first two days, but what helps with mosquito <clears throat> bites? Yeah. <laughs> I totally go on that show, but I mean, I'm pretty self conscious about my body now. I got a lot of stretch marks. So. I'm self-conscious about that. I used to be really proud of my stretch marks. I'm not. They're like, your tiger stripes. Like the stretch. Well, no, I mean like. I have st- built-in camouflage. Stre- <laughs> I, I am no longer naked and afraid. <laughs> the stretch marks that I had around my arms and stuff, like especially like right here in my shoulders and your delts. Like, oh, yeah. See, mine are all here. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Feels bad, man. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, dude. I was almost 300 pounds yeah. a year and a half ago, so. I got stretch marks on my ass cheeks. I used to be in shape. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you were. I was in really good shape. And then I found Panda Express, and they just upped my medication. So just Mm. makes you eat. Mm. Makes you eat real stuff a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if only you could eat not real things. I know. I need holographic food. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right, anyway. anyway. Wow, holographic food, and we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, if, if for those watching live, uh, go ahead and pop some stuff in the chat. You know, We'll respond to it. We'll say hi to us. Let us know you're here. That'd be let cool. us know what you think about holographic food. Yeah, and let us know what your <laughs> is complexion is. Do you have a milky complexion? <laughs> Do you have a yogurty complexion? Let us know. <laughs> is it olive oil complexion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, um, so Blaine told me the topics today. We're going to be talking about Bird Box and Aquaman. Which you haven't seen Bird Box, and he hasn't seen Aquaman. Yep. So this will be fun. A little bit of an Aquaman debacle. Uh, I'm getting that uh, remedied post-haste. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. You guys, you guys were supposed to go see it together. Yep. Yeah, we were going to go see it together. Then he told me, hey, my wife really wants to go, so how about we go separate days? And I was like, well, all right, and I ended up going He didn't night. tell you. He told our group chat. It started, he told me it, to. It started as, hey, my wife's going to go with us. And I said, okay, cool. And then I literally went like this. Hey, don't forget, I'm going to the movies tonight. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. And then there's the lip quiver. I, I want to go to the movies. And it's like. Like you, you, you explicitly said that you didn't want to go see this movie, but Jason Momoa's in it, and I want to see it now. And it's like mm. there were so many women in that movie because of him. Yeah, like I'm talking like old cat ladies. Oh yeah, and I was like, yeah, they're flicking that bean. <laughs> Got that vibrating underwear from yeah. the Ugly Truth. <laughs> yeah, during during the movie, they're fucking flicking that bean. So yeah, in our group chat, you guys are just going back and forth, and then you're like, "Well, Skylar wants to see it now, so we'll just go a different day, and we'll talk about it on the show." And I just I laugh because like you guys shoved it in my face so much that you guys were gonna go see it without me together, together. Well, in our defense, I mean, you, like, shoved it in our face that you were going to see it without us. No, I did yeah, not. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, I'm going to go see it in Ohio. Eh. That's all I said. I mean, that's, but you said it like I just <laughs> And did. I didn't see it in Ohio either. Yeah. I need to go see uh, Spider-Man. So. Yeah, I still need to see that, Yeah, too. me too. Yeah, uh, my brother actually hit me up that day. He's like, hey, we're going to go see Spider-Man tonight if you guys want to, you or the family want to join. I'm like, we're not going to get there till like, after 8. He's like, oh, well, last show in 745. 
I guess we'll see it some other time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and we got there about eight thirty. Sure enough. Yeah. But no, I, I I like I was I was riding along. I, I was on my way to Ohio, and that's when I said ha to the group chat. And Tyler messages me. He's like, hey, dude are you pissed off or something? <laughs> it's like, all I said was ha. And then I didn't respond to anything else. And like, you guys were like, what the fuck <laughs> was he laughing at? And I'm just, I'm just reading it, letting it go. I, I hey don't. dude, you okay? I think I just ignored it. Cause I was like, all right, I'm going to go see it tonight. Then with Kristen. And I did. Yeah. And it was amazing. We saw it uh, Christmas day. It was, Christmas it night. Was, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Oh and yeah. Like, it buys into the cheese. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said, I haven't seen it yet, so... Um, you can do spoiler-free. No, I mean, you, you spoil whatever you want. I don't care. I know it's going to be good. Um, I was... So Matt and I have had this sh- this conversation a lot on the show, but I've, I am obviously a supporter of the DC Cinematic Universe. I think what they have done is totally acceptable in my mind. There's obviously room that they or places that they can improve. Yeah. I'm not going to go back in time and debate that today. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say that, uh, like, release week for Aquaman, everything that I read was that it was way above par compared to Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which no one can argue is the best film in yes. the DC Cinematic Universe yes. at this time. So in my mind, with as hard as critics hit Justice League, and then... Which they, I enjoyed. Which I, you know, we've I thought all, it was a fun movie. We've yeah. all had that conversation. Um, you know, critics loved Wonder Woman, but it didn't get the critical acclaim in the mainstream media that I think it it deserved for sure. And I'm sure we can all agree yeah, on that. I'd agree with that. And then everything that I read was that that Aquaman was better. And from everyone that I've talked to, I have not had one person say the contrary. So I'm really interested to see uh, what... I'd be the first. I would say it's on par with Wonder Woman or just under. Well, okay. I really liked Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was excellent. Wait a minute. Let me, ask you this, <clears throat> let me ask you this as a question. Who do you think is more interesting of a character? Jason Momoa, Aquaman, or Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman? For the movie universe, I would have to say Aquaman. Right there. So... But as the, as the character itself, just not for not in the universe, movie mm-hmm. universe. I I'm a Wonder Woman supporter there. I've always I've always been pretty anti Wonder Woman, not because she's a woman, but because it's the BDSM shit. Well, it's the same reason <laughs> that I was anti Captain America for a long time. Chris Evans and the, the Marvel the Cinematic Scouts. Universe changed my mind, or you know. I'm here for justice and everything that's good, and I've got my lasso of truth, and you will not lie to me, mm-hmm. oh bad evil doer. You know, I I'm not I'm not into that shit. I want to see gritty real life stuff. Chris Evans did it with Captain America, and I think for the for the most part, Gal Gadot has done it with with Wonder Woman in you know any of her uh, iterations of the character. Yep. And in Justice League, a lot of people criticize the surfer dude, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. I was one of those. But, but, was... Okay, and I was too, but here's the thing. You have comic book Aquaman, which everyone, the majority of fans say is useless, okay? You have Aquaman in any of the animated series, which people still say, well, he's fucking useless. 
you have badass Aquaman in like the video games, like Injustice, God of Gods yeah. Among Us. Okay, that Aquaman's pretty badass. I like the. I- I like the I think animated, the animated one was a pretty big badass. Like, yeah, but there's people that would disagree, is what I'm saying. True. Like the one from Flashpoint, like that's really the only one I know. Oh, I'm thinking of Justice League, the animated series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was he was pretty cool. Flashpoint. Well, if I could cut his own hand off. Yeah. <laughs> Flashpoint was Aquaman like, was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. That's a good animated movie. But uh, what I'm trying Ooh. to get at is. Going all the way back to the DC Marvel argument. DC has yet again proved that they have the ability to cast the right people for the right roles. Mm-hmm. Even even with all the criticism that they initially had with Jason Momoa as Aquaman. So I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say about the film. And now I'm going to stop talking for about 15 minutes. Um, all right, Blaine, well, first, first off. Yeah, start with what would you <clears throat> give it like on a, like a 10 point scale or a letter grade? I'm giving it a fucking 10. And you know, and you know, as as weird as it is for me to say this, you don't hear me say a ten often because no, it's really difficult. To I, get I you to give something a ten. It shouldn't be like you. You look at me, and I enjoy everything I watch typically. So you would think, oh, I'd give them out left and right. But no, I I try to I try to hold back and actually be realistic. But mm-hmm. no, this movie was. I'm sorry. I think it blew fucking water. Water Woman. Water Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. We need some Water Woman in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> we need some Water Woman. <laughs> no. I think it blew Wonder Woman out of the fucking water, and I loved Wonder Woman. I see. I don't think it blew it out of the water. However, the final act. I really love that pun, by the way. <laughs> that blew it out of the water. I picked yes. up on it. I picked up on it after I said it. Yeah. The unintentional ones are always. Oh the best. yeah. I would say the final act of Wonder Woman Hold compared on. to the final act of... You know what's funny of- is I said that coming out of the theater, and I even looked at Miranda after... Because I, I did the same exact thing where I realized I made a pun after I made it, and I look at Miranda, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah? Blew it out of the water? Get it? She just looked she at just me looked like... looked at you with contempt. Yeah. yeah. Which normally she just... Can I talk now? Yeah, you can talk. I'm Thank sorry. You. You're Matt! <laughs> Get I am. it, Matt! But uh, I think the final act for Wonder Woman is what kind of uh, made the film drop off, in my opinion. And then you look at the final act for Aquaman, and the final act, like that, you know, basically the climax of the film, mm-hmm. is amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Um, so if I, I'm not going to disagree with anybody or like condemn anybody for them saying, "Oh, I like Aquaman better than Wonder Woman," I totally see your point. Yeah, awesome movie. Mm-hmm. But for me, I liked Wonder Woman a little bit more just because of uh, I think everything leading up to that final act before Ares, like the reveal of Ares in that final fight scene. That's such a good fight scene, too. It is. It, it is a fight. It is a good fight scene, but it's a little bit too dark. Yeah, that, like color. Oh yeah, 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 yeah See, that's, definitely. That's, that's where I mean, again, obviously, I haven't seen uh, Aquaman yet, but I think. As good as both the films are, I think if you're going to compare them toe to toe, because they are essentially the same movie. Um, yes and no. I mean, Which well, I mean, you're 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 given your your origin story along with you know all kinds of shit wrapped up into one movie, one standalone film. Wonder Woman itself was a straight up origin story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Aquaman is an origin story. It's it's an origin <laughs> story told through flashbacks. Yeah. So, but. But what I'm getting at is, as as 
much production value as they have and as good as the movies are, I think you really have to nitpick them. Much, much like I critiqued Black Panther, and we continue to critique Black Panther on its cinematography, I think that's where Wonder Woman struggled a little bit with. And then, you know, going into Aquaman, I know a lot of people were really, really um, critical of its CGI. Yeah. You know, you and I had a big, long discussion about that. Like, look how the, bad the, the that crowd, fucking, the crowd goers. Yes, look how bad that fucking CGI looks. So, I and care. I don't know how that was in the film. <laughs> it was slightly better. I, okay, I didn't care. I, for me, I don't look for like bad CGI in films because I'm always just like, listen, it's better than fucking 1990 special effects. Sometimes, unless you're <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine. So oh, no, well, was... I mean, 1990s Jurassic Park special effects are arguably still better than 90 yeah. percent of the special effects in the industry okay. right and, now. And, so. and they and they they made something new there for that. Yeah, like that yeah. was that was all new programming. Even the people animating Jurassic Park well, I, were that, like that can be considered also like an all time great movie though too. Right, so. right, right. Um, but special effects wise, I thought the movie looked incredible. I had such a fun time with it because it's so bright and colorful. Because mm-hmm. that's how you picture Atlantis. That's kind of how it's depicted mm-hmm. in comic books as well as, uh, you know, Injustice. Gods right. Among Us. I was a big fan of Injustice. Well, and, and going back to the Wonder Woman comparison, it's totally the opposite of World War One era Europe, which is gray and dark. That's and that, all it yeah. is. And that's why I liked Wonder Woman's coloring so much, because the mascara was bright and colorful, mm-hmm. and then when yeah. she got into Man's World, it was very bleak. Yep. And so that's that's one reason why I loved Wonder Woman. I was like, they actually had a reason why the color was the way it was. Yeah. But then, like I said, the final fight scene was a little bit too dark where I was just like... But it was really cool when... It was cool. When the flames would, like, light up yeah. her costume and all, like, you'd see the, all the colors and shit. But, yeah, like, but <clears throat> Aquaman, visually amazing. I geeked out so mm-hmm. hard when he came out with the orange and green. Like, stupid hard. I had a guy tell me to shut up in the theater. <laughs> I was hey. like, yeah! <laughs> I was really against that when it came out because I was like, man... He's already Aquaman, and he already has a suit of armor in fucking Justice League. Here's the thing, like I like that armor. I'm I'm listening to the people talk and like marketing people, and it seems like they're just kind of ignoring Justice League now. Yeah, that's like they're silly. ignoring everything prior to these standalone movies, almost. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta think about the the whole Ben Affleck controversy, which still isn't settled. Yeah, yeah. No one knows what's going on with Batfleck. Um and, and Superman. Yep. Uh Henry Cavill still uh in in um I'm just gonna say in limbo. He's in the negative zone right now. Keeps uh denying claims that he doesn't want to be Superman yes. anymore, but Well and he has other people that are involved in the franchises also sticking up for him. Yeah. Saying he one hundred percent wants to still be Superman. Yeah. So there's a lot of controversy there. Um Ezra Miller, I've heard. Uh, there's talks about him not playing Flash anymore. Really? Too. Uh, I heard the Flash movie got pushed back till 2021. It has been. Well, what I, the most recent thing that I read is it was totally canceled. So, I mean, oh, this was just that's, a video I watched. That's the other up. Day, that's up for know. interpretation. I'm sure. Um, they, they, there, there was, there was one mention of Justice League and Aquaman. Okay. And they're like, you defeated Steppenwolf. Yeah, that's they. They did step back to that, so so that that's the only mention. Okay, so it, this does make it a sequel, 
entirely. Um, and then, but I guess the only thing I didn't really like about the OG Aquaman look is the the elbow guards, the fucking gloves. The gauntlets? They're just too big. <laughs> I think they're just too big. Okay. But he made it work, and you know, I, it it was a good movie. It was probably easily one of the best movies I've seen all year. I mean, it's it's a movie about a water boy fighting people with a pokey stick trident, so... I'm putting this above Deadpool 2. Really? Wow, I'm I'm anxious to... I mean, I... I, really I am almost it. I am almost willing to put it above Infinity War. Wow. But inf- but Infinity War was just so much more than just a movie. It, it's ten years worth of movies and mm-hmm. and leading up to. So that's why I'm I'm very reluctant to say that. Uh, I give it a eight out of ten. Yeah. And um, although I love this part of the movie, it especially at the beginning, there were some cheesy things in it. And like I said, I'm pretty sure they bought like bought into the, like what they were trying to do with the mm-hmm. cheese. Like they wanted it to be cheesy, but black Manta as a character was terribly acted. Really? Yes. Well, that, that was one of my biggest questions. So like he's black not Manta in the, is one of my favorite villains in all of DC. He's not in the movie too much. Basically he's just, he's a side this, villain. He, well, not my much. He's in basically two scenes. Yeah. And it's basically to set him up for future films. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. Um but the guy they had to act for him It's a black guy, right? Yeah. yeah. He at the especially at the beginning of the movie when he is dealing with like just, you know, invading a submarine and like him and his dad and when shit goes wrong with his dad like his acting was so bad there it mm-hmm. made me laugh yeah and it's like this is supposed to be a scene where i kind of feel bad for this guy right because you know he's this is an empathetic moment and i'm laughing at him because he's the way he's portraying this i'll have to watch it again but i didn't i i mean i i felt for the character entirely that moment so i to me it was just cheesy there and it wasn't the good cheese like when Aquaman's getting hit with stuff, and then he like just looks at him, and goes, Bleh, and then it's like new, 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 like stupid music. I was like, that's awesome. That's the cheesiest thing ever. And I yeah, it. yeah, it was. But yeah, that was the good cheese. The bad cheese was some of the stuff was poorly acted. Um, Ocean Master, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Ivan Drago's character was pretty cool. So there's <laughs> multiple villains in the movie, from what I understand. Is that right? Just basically two, two, just two villains. Okay, Orm. Yep. Orm and Black Mana. Black Mana being like, like I said, a side villain. Like, like I said, uh, he's like in it for like, yeah. Two and and you know they make he's already a villain, but they then they give him the Black Mana sh- shit, um, which starts. It's it's cool how they how they give it to him because it's not what it's not the actual like Black Mana suit. Um, it's just yeah. like an Ant- Atlantean. Uh... They give him an Atlantean like bazooka. Weapon. They give him a Spartan laser. Basically. Okay. <laughs> they, they straight up give him a fucking Spartan laser from Halo 3. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's just like... And he like modifies it all. He looks at it. He's like, I... <laughs> I can do something with this. Like he modifies it, makes it look like the Black Manta suit out of the comic books, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, loved, I loved it. Action in the movie, great. It's really good. Um, my favorite thing about this movie was the... 
they made Aquaman a badass. Yeah, but they didn't make him OP. No, they amongst didn't. his own people. But the thing is, here's the here's the thing. Aquaman should be kind of broken. This is a character that can stand toe to toe with Superman for a good while in like mm-hmm. combat, and it's not a contest in water. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like the fact that he is like you know lifting fucking submarines out of the water and shit, you know. And people are like, well, I didn't know he was that strong. He's like, yeah, the dude's a fucking, he's a champ. Yeah. And people don't realize that. They're like, oh, what's he do? He talks to fishes. He also can pull the fucking Kraken out of nowhere and fuck you up with it. Right. <laughs> like, you want to see some weird shit come up out the ocean? Yeah. Here it comes. You ever hey, seen, hey, Kraken. Yeah. You ever seen Japanese tentacle porn? I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need some of that hentai stuff right now. But yeah, like that was, <laughs> that, my that was one movie. of the things that I that I saw a lot of people really critique about Justice League was the the scene where you get a little bit of dark Superman mm-hmm. and it's Aquaman and Wonder Woman doing their best to stand toe to toe with Superman in his heightened rage, and people are like, "Oh no, fucking way! That shouldn't be happening." And then no, that's well, that's possible. And right, ra- right. Superman is a little bit different than. We're just going fighting toe to toe, right? Like it's a completely different animal. But when 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 you've got Aquaman and Wonder Woman fighting Steppenwolf, and Aquaman and Wonder Woman are both giving Steppenwolf all that he wants, you know, they didn't necessarily need soups to show up to win that fight. Like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and Aquaman could have totally won that fight. So people just don't give them the credit that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Because they they both can challenge the fucking Kryptonian, so well even Batman, Batman's yeah. got a fucking game plan for fucking everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just get let's just get the the Bionicle suit back out, and then let's let's do some <laughs> stuff, okay? Let's go Dark Knight Returns on your ass. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on. Now. I mean, in all reality, yes, absolutely, Batman <laughs> has the plan, but they didn't portray him that way in these movies. They turned him. After Batman v Superman, they actually the very end of Batman v Superman. Yeah, once Doomsday was involved, he he was useless. Once Martha was mentioned, Batman became kind of like a comedic character. I think, I think if they just continued to weigh on the, because I really like Batfleck. Okay, I do too. I think if they if 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 the whole maelstrom (laughs) that's going on with the DC right now, if they get that figured out, and they allow Batman. To continue that, not necessarily the comedic relief portion, but you have to really dive into the the emotional weight that he brought to Justice League. You know, the one-on-one interactions that he's having with people, it's either really comedic or it's really, really dark. You know, that scene when him and Wonder Woman are, are kind of having the heart-to-heart. Um, and when he jabs at her in a place that she doesn't want to be jabbed in. Mm-hmm. Um that's all really, really good material. Yes. So I think if you continue to put put that forward from from the Batman perspective and you maybe lean a little bit on the tech-heavy stuff that you did in Batman v Superman, I mean, the fucker built a robot suit to fight a <laughs> god, okay? Yeah. Robot suit challenges a god. 
let's let's see a little bit more kryptonite spears and shit like that. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, given like the kryptonite grenade, like yeah, smoke, like like that. Like if stuff. you really mm-hmm. lean on that, like that could that really that is portray- the Batman we know and that, love. That portrays a really really accurate take on Batman. Yeah, like hey. I know I'm not going to beat you to death with my fists, but here's a fucking grenade of shit that kills you. (laughs) I'm going to hide over here. Uh, Go ahead and shoot your lasers at me. Breathe in real deep for me, okay? Hey, you like my spear? I made it myself. You know? It's made of that shit that kills you. I want to see more of that stuff. And I think that if they... (coughs) I don't don't mean to get too far off. What you want to see is Batman sneak up on Superman with a fucking rag of fucking kryptonite chloroform. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe it in. Do you bleed? Do you breathe? (laughs) Do you breathe? Episode oh, title. Man. I just I want to episode title. Do you right even there. breathe? <laughs> do you even breathe? But uh, I want to see more of the detective side of Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I mean, if you if you if you totally and that's the tech side though. If you too. totally incorporate the tech heavy stuff and his problem solving, which I consider that the detective stuff, yeah. because his Batman has the strongest problem solving ability of anybody that's in the Justice League, maybe. Martian Manhunter's got him, but we don't have Martian Manhunter right now, so we don't really need to talk about I just that. Want Martian Manhunter so yeah, bad. well, and see, here's the thing: Martian Manhunter is one of my least favorite characters in. I don't know shit about him. Well, I mean, I just want John Jones so bad. Vision. That's all you need to say. Oh, Martian Manhunter and Vision are essentially the same character. I can see that. I mean, would you agree with that, Matt? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. So we'll have very similar abilities. Yeah. <laughs> similar looks too. Well, they are very similar uh as far as their art style and their image. I mean, obviously they're not both robots. But um yeah, they're essentially the same character, you know. Um lost my brain stopped working for a second. But I think if you continue to put forth good material like Wonder Woman, like Aquaman, if you I, I I was really uh, apprehensive about Ezra Miller as the Flash. I'm not a big Flash guy, yeah, but I really liked his portrayal of the Flash. It was interesting. I, I liked his so if you of continue, Flash, if you continue to, put, I, I think where DC's at right now, they just need to keep cranking out these standalone films. Yeah, put Justice League totally on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Let's get these standalone films. Whether it's an origin story style like Wonder Woman or a mashup style like Aquaman, you're not just gonna get, get your formula fucking figured out. You're well, not going to get. They are starting to, right? Because yeah, I th- they've started to pursue these standalone films with, you know, Wonder Woman, which Wonder Woman deserved her own standalone movie finally, mm-hmm. and then we get Aquaman. We're getting Shazam next. Yep. Yeah, I think, I think every is one of us is excited good, for Shazam. I'm excited for Shazam. I think Shazam's going to be pretty good. And I think once they get the, like, okay, we actually have three titles now that have been pretty successful. And then we don't know what's going to happen with Suicide <laughs> Squad 2 also. Yeah, James Gunn is still in the air on that one. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really starting to fix maybe that stigma of, like, oh, DC movies suck. <laughs> Micah Taylor says, you don't like Flash because you don't move fast, Tyler. <laughs> I was fast at one time, you fuck. But uh, I think, you know, as as these standalone titles keep coming, which I, I hope they do, mm-hmm. and even, you know, give me a sequel to Man of Steel. Yeah. 
Like, I would be down for another Superman standalone movie. I mean, given they did the first two movies in one movie. Yeah. But. And then, like. Maybe get a little Solomon Grundy action, you're thinking? That'd be cool. I'm, I would love to see a Bizarro. Yep, that'd be cool. I like that. Like, I wish... I, I have gone over this a thousand times. I wish I would have saved the death of Superman just for standalone Superman films. Because mm-hmm. you could yeah. have literally done the second movie of Doomsday. <clears throat> Superman dies. And then you start the movie with our, like, you know, after credit scene, fist out of the ground. And then it, Superman's back. But then you find out Cyborg Superman. You can do that whole story arc. And that would be an amazing trilogy for Superman because then he comes back and then you can build off that because he's. So where do you bring Darkseid in? Darkseid's in game, dude. Like he's like Thanos. Yeah. Right. Like what I'm what I'm getting at is do you introduce him early and have the build up like you did with Thanos or do you not introduce Darkseid until so until I, it 100 percent is end game? I think, I think you introduced Th- I think you introduced uh, Darkseid. The same way that Dark or Thanos was introduced in the Avengers, mm-hmm. a so, very minimal role, just the puppet pull or the puppeteer pulling the strings. So, like everybody's like, "Oh, well, DC's copying Marvel. They fucking copy each other all the time." Yeah, yeah. So they're the same fucking yeah. stories. <clears throat> do these standalone films right now, and then do a Justice League movie where they're dealing with the White Martians from Mars trying to invade Earth, mm-hmm. just like it was in the animated series. That would be a great story because then you could also introduce new characters like Martian Manhunter. You could even incorporate the Green Lantern Corps. I, I was getting ready to say that that would be a perfect opportunity or to incorporate if, the Green Lantern Corps. Or if you wanted to even go even further into the animated series, what about the uh, Thanagarians with Hawk Girl mm-hmm. and Hawkman? Like, there's options there, and with uh, you know they're starting to do after credit scenes now. Just show fucking dark side then. Did Aquaman have any? Yeah. Had two. Oh, I didn't stay for the second one. Oh, no, I had one. Okay, I didn't stay. But, like, at the very end, shit, you don't even got to show dark side. Just show fucking apocalypse. And you know how people would geek out over that? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, dark side's not trying to get, like, an infinity gauntlet, so there's not these stones. But he's always trying to find the anti-life equation from the source and everything. Like. He's easy, well, and he's easy. always trying to put super powerful people under his thumb. Yeah. So, so like, you you could you could almost highlight. Uh, you could almost highlight the what do they label him in the DC? The the fucking meta humans. Meta humans. Okay. Thank you. Oh yeah. You could do that from Darkseid's perspective. Yeah. He's got a fucking table with dossiers of super powerful beings in the in the fucking universe that he's going to subjugate and put under his thumb, and then those are going to become his generals, like fucking Steppenwolf. Uh-huh. And then that could be your lead-up to Darkseid. Yeah. Like, he's going to keep throwing these super fucking uber-powerful people at you, at the Kryptonian... And then see what happens. Well, I think it'd also be a, like a cool thing with what they did with Injustice. Mm-hmm. You find out Brainiac is the one that destroys <coughs> Krypton, basically. Yep. Like, you could use Brainiac as a build-up for Darkseid. Because mm-hmm. you could say that Brainiac was basically a subservient of Darkseid. Right. Now, I know it's not comic book lore. doesn't have to be. But things have to be ad- adapted at some point for the movie. I yeah. understand that. 
but there's good source material there that you can kind of weave to work. Well, and, that, and that's that's where DC's at right now. They just need mm-hmm. to, like anyone else that struggles, they need to pay attention to the source material. Mm-hmm. But from DC's side, they maybe need to ignore the source material a little bit and just put forth some good material. Yeah. Like they did with Wonder Woman, like they did with Aquaman. Like in my opinion, Matt's opinion, and your opinion, they did with Justice League. Yeah. Put forth some good material. The fans that want to watch it will watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, Justice League's not a great movie by any means. No, but <laughs> neither is Avengers <clears throat> in yeah. fucking 2012. Like, yeah. It's an entertaining film. Yeah. Like, don't go in expecting a fucking Oscar winner. Right. No superhero movie has ever won an Oscar. Right. Looking back. I think we might get there, though. I think we will, too, because there's so many of them coming out. Yeah. Now. Looking back, like, I loved Avengers when it came out. Oh, I did, too. But I, Especially I, the soundtrack. The soundtrack was fucking yeah, badass. Yeah, I see. I wasn't huge into. It. I was like, it was, it was all right. I was, I was a big fan. And this is at the time where Blaine literally would tell me like, oh, every movie's amazing. Like Iron Man two and three. He was like, you got to go see. And I'm like, I don't want to go see Iron Man. 3. He's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> no, looking back, like I loved Avengers, but and I watched it a couple times after theaters, but it, it just I have no desire to go back and watch it again. No, unlike. Infinity War and like see Ragnarok. I think I think the first Avengers film was better than Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron I thought was trash. I did. I too. liked Age of Ultron a lot. Uh, I was really pissed off what they did with Quicksilver. Um, yeah, I agree there. That was I mean, dumb. The the um, X Men version of Quicksilver that we've got the last couple years is obviously way better. Which is hilarious. I I've always thought I love how this is transitioning from DC, but I've always I always thought it was funny that both kick ass. Um, stars were, <laughs> yeah, and not 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 that the Fox Quicksilver was that big of a star in Kick Ass, but right. both those two actors were both in Kick Ass, and they're both playing Kick or Quicksilver, playing Quicksilver, yeah. which is funny because in Kick Ass Two, the the one the Fox Quicksilver, he does kind of like a like a, a knockoff Kick Ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> kind of lost my train of thought there. Oh, um. I loved the original Avengers for a lot of reasons. That that Woods fight scene that's at the very beginning. Yeah, that was cool. Is one of the coolest scenes in that. They're all film. they're all coming yep. together for yep. the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but people forget that the MCU has also struggled, and I'm glad you brought up Iron Man two and Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. People like to shit on the Thor the Dark World. But you cannot tell me in good conscience that Thor The Dark World is worse than Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 3. No. It's not. I can't give my opinion because I actually haven't seen The Dark World. Really? Because everybody told me it was so bad. Don't watch it. I think it's better than the first Thor. My opinion. I would... I I really liked the first Thor. I thought it was really fun. I hate origin stories. I will say this. When I saw... uh, When I was watching Aquaman, it reminded me a lot of the first Thor movie. Yeah, it did. Except with an actual story and more action? Well, visually. Okay, visually. Because, like, you know, you remember when we first saw Asgard and, like, you know, the Rainbow Bridge Mm -hmm. and the Bifrost? We're like, whoa. Yeah. And then when you see Atlantis for the first time, like... They have a Rainbow Bridge. (laughs) Yeah, they have a Rainbow Bridge. I was like, what the fuck, man? Coral Bridge, you fuck. I was about to say, it's we're a, legit just fucking... It's a rainbow coral bridge, okay? We're legit just copying shit now, right? Yeah, that's all right. I was honestly surprised to not see fucking Mario Kart fucking fuckers falling off. I was waiting to see fucking Idris Elba on this bridge. <laughs> but, uh... Like, as I'm watching Aquaman... The trident like, instead of a giant sword? Yes. Yes. It, it reminded me it's of, actually a boat you know, paddle. 
Rowan. But uh, mm. it reminded me a lot of the first Thor movie, seeing uh, Asgard for the first time. And then, but story-wise, it's a lot better than the original Thor. Um, like I said, I give it an 8 out of 10 just because there's parts in the movie where it's like, this is not cheesy. This is just bad acting. But when it did, when it's just cheesy, they're going full in like, hey, we want this to be cheesy. And it was, I loved every bit of it. How did you feel about the actor that played Orm? See, I'm a big fan of him. Cause he I plays, am too. He played Night Owl in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in one he's, of my favorite movies, which is the Phantom of the Opera. Judge me, bitches. I don't the, care. He's the dad <laughs> in the Insidious film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's the same director, I think, as the Insidious or The Conjuring. Yeah, because there's the Annabelle the main... doll. Yeah, because yep. he's, I, it's the same director. Mm-hmm. Um, so There's the connection because uh, Miranda's brother, Colin, he went and saw it and he said, yeah, I saw an Annabelle doll at the bottom of the ocean and then I lo- went and looked it up and other people saw it too. And yeah, I'm like, no, that's an, that's an Easter egg in the film. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, he I'm, played... gl- I'm glad that we brought this up. Well, this is the reason that I brought this up. So I had kind of a movie marathon the last couple days. Same. So today, Skylar and I watched the movie It Comes at Night with one of my favorite actors, Joel Egerton. Mm-hmm. Big fan of his. Yeah. Um, not a good... I mean, it's an okay movie. Pretty pretty, pretty weak. Last night, we watched The Nun, uh, which is in the Conjuring, yeah. Insidious, Annabelle <clears throat> universe. And Aquaman, apparently. And Aquaman now. <laughs> um, really good. Really... I, see... Okay, I really consider the it. source material here what I'm about to say, but I worked with Jacob yesterday, and he said The Nun was complete shit. Okay, do you like Insidious 1, 2, or 3? I like the or first four. one. Okay. I, I haven't seen the third or fourth. Okay, do you like The Conjuring movie? Never seen it. Okay, do you like Annabelle? Never seen it. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not really a fan of that style of movie. I'm not a fan of horror films either. Yeah. I don't really watch them. Just... I like the first Insidious because it was like classic style horror. Mm-hmm. But. That's kind of, I mean, they're all kind of that way. I'm just kind of over demonic possession stuff. I, I, want, I, I like want good old-fashioned slasher flicks. Back. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a slasher I guy, I like too. the demonic stuff more than I like the slasher films. I was because, because big it Jason got, fan. It got old for... I'm a big Jason fan, too. I'm more of a Michael Myers guy. I mean, that's creepy, fucking killing your dreams and shit. But we're going to go down a rabbit hole if I don't rein this in. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the idea of demonic possession is always like, as far as horror film goes, one of the most terrifying things for me because, like, if I'm possessed by a demon, fucking kill me, you fucks. I don't care. No, no I mean, my family's going to survive without me. But imagine you as a parent and one of your children is possessed by a demon. And, like, yeah. that fucking child is coming at you trying to kill you. Are you going to kill a kid? Are you going to uh, kill your kid? Are you going to kill your child? Um, so that whole dynamic is always what's made me really interested in the demonic possession shit. And I like, uh, the, the conjuring slash Orm slash insidious Annabelle guy that we're talking about, a uh, night owl man, mm-hmm. as I like to call him. He was I can't this, ever remember his name. He was in this movie with Charlie Hunnam and Liv Tyler. I think it's called the, the ledge. It, it, oh, the suicide movie. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was a weird movie. And he, he, he's kind of painted as a guy that you hate because he's Liv Tyler's husband. Mm-hmm. And he plays a douche very, very yeah, well. Yeah, he, he's not even very douchey. It's just like 
she hates, she doesn't want to be, she's, she's not in love with him. And then he, he's seeing the distance and then he, he basically knows something's going on between her and Charlie Hunnam. Mm -hmm. And then, so he, instead, before he acts upon Charlie Hunnam, he acts upon her and like tries to be more like him and tries to get her to love him instead of Charlie Hunnam. Right. He's also in the switch with Jason Bateman and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yep. He's a sperm donor. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's fun. <clears throat> I love that movie. He's so, he's in a lot of like movies like that where he plays like a guy who like is the opposite of the like dude you're supposed to root for, mm-hmm. but he's not a douche. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I love the fan of the opera. The Phantom's a piece of shit, but you root for him over the good guy. Right. <laughs> so I forgot about the switch. I love that movie. Yep, that's a good movie. <clears throat> but the the capstone. Of my little movie marathon that Scott and I have had the last couple days, we watched the Slender Man movie. Oh, do tell. Holy shit, it was bad. Like, really bad. Like, I've gone down that rabbit hole, like we all do, with like YouTube and shit like that. Like, <laughs> some of the Slender Man stuff is like really interesting to read. Like, it's a lot of people have put a lot of effort into writing this material and making it really fucking engaging and. Mm-hmm. And lots of really good plot hooks and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you know, I would watch a movie about this because I'm slightly intrigued. Don't do it. Don't do it. Miranda really wanted to watch it, but she's really into horror. It is so bad. It's like worse than than Saturday morning B-movie sci-fi film. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it worse than Jeepers Creepers 3? Yes. Yes. Because that movie was terrible yeah it's worse than like Jeepers Creepers grade a terrible yeah it's awful one of the it is top five worst movies i've ever seen <laughs> it's worse than geely <laughs> damn yeah damn <laughs> yeah it's bad so i wanted i wanted to kind of put us put it in perspective where where we were at before we started talking about bird box yeah because <laughs> i watched uh Awful movie, a pretty good movie, and then a movie that I was really, really excited for that was really not that good. I watched Daddy's Home too. How was that? Good. I enjoyed it. It's not that great, but it's not, it's a fun. It's a fun little movie. I you like know? Mark Wahlberg as comedy. Yeah, uh, John Lithgow and uh, Mel Gibson are in it, and fuck yeah. Yeah, Mel Gibson. I've been a fan of that guy since his first <laughs> film in 1979. <laughs> Dude, Mel Gibson was great in this movie. I've seen it. I know. Yeah, yeah, you know. He he doesn't. I don't because I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Final recommendation: Go see Aquaman. Oh, absolutely. Anybody, go see Aquaman. Um, then I guess we're going to Bird Box now because we kind of mentioned it. I am. I'm on the refusing to watch it. I I strongly I strongly urge you to watch it. It's on <clears> Netflix. <throat> Like for real, Matt. It's on Netflix. It's free. You're, you've already paid for it. But I gotta put the okay, wait a time minute. in. Wait a minute. It. You've already paid for it. You have paid for Bird Box already. I, I understand yeah. that. But the thing is, putting forth the time aside to watch this movie that when I listen to reviews or read kind of synopsis about about it, I'm just like, this sounds like complete you, shit. I'm gonna hit you with something. When I could be playing like a video game. I'm gonna hit you with do. something. Form your own opinion. I understand that, but listen, every every single review that I read and a lot of friends that tell me the exact same thing, I trust their opinions okay, when I'm well, trying here, to form Okay, well, here's the own. thing. Uh, people that are reviewing it on the internet are getting paid to do it. 
I'm talking like Facebook reviews, like okay. people. Oh, just on my timeline. Okay. Well, there's a lot of people that read reviews on movies and then just go pretty much copy paste on Facebook. So I don't, I don't give a shit what movie reviewers say. Oh, I don't either. That's why I. That's why I pride myself on my ability to critique. <laughs> There's quite a bit of Modern Aquaman cinema. reviews of people like this was a boring story. It's like you're a fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So so right there is your justification no, for watching I, Bird Box. No, this is what I'm talking about. I have friends that are like, I watched it. It's basically the happening to meets <laughs> um, meets the quiet place. The quiet place. <laughs> Which, but and, but the uh, uh, Bird Box, the book was written before a quiet place. So. Which I found out because I said the exact same thing, mm-hmm. minus the happening stuff. Like I'm just saying, this is what I've seen from <clears throat> like friends that have watched it on Facebook. My wife watched it the other day because I was like, I'm not interested. So you can watch it. I'm gonna be playing video games anyway. And she was like, It's all right. Yeah, it was okay. I just i I don't care enough about Sandra Bullock. Oh enough man, Sandra to, Bullock's fucking hot. I think she's gorgeous, but her acting to me in her films is not enough to warrant me to go watch a film. Well, it's really good in this one. Yeah, it is. Like, everybody talks about her and gravity. Eh. Gravity is eh. all it is is open water and space. That's what the movie yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like With George Clooney. With George Clooney. But, yeah, I don't care. Like, Miss Congeniality is her, my favorite movie with her. And that's because she's hot. <laughs> but it's also funny. Oh, man. This one, again, gravity. I'm not a big fan of horror movies either. It might not be a horror movie. It well, might this be is a thriller. thriller. I, I would consider. Yeah, I would consider this a thriller. Might not be. It, but it just to me, I look at like even the trailer on when I get on Netflix to watch something. I'm just like, well, here, here's here's the thing. Here here's. Do I what, watch this or do I watch five episodes of Archer? I'm gonna watch Archer. Yeah, I would definitely watch this over Archer. <laughs> Fuck that show. I love, I love Archer. I don't. It's awful. But um, I mean, you <laughs> I might as well. You might as well watch. You might as well watch Seven Hundred Simpsons reruns because they're both awful TV shows. H John, what is it? H John Benjamin, uh, John H Benjamin, John, yeah, something like that. Dude, I love his voice. I'm sorry, like I love his voice. And then as soon as I heard, I was watching uh, Wet Hot American Summer, and he's he's in it too. Well, I just like the. There's an episode where he's literally Bob from Bob's yeah. Burgers. And <laughs> don't watch like, that show the, either. The KGB, oh, that show like, good too. To kill him. I love Bob's Burgers, but uh. Yeah, I'm, I just look at it. I'm like, do I want to put in the time to watch this movie? I know it's only like an hour and a half, but really, I don't. It's it's good, man. It's Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I mean, it's worth a watch. I don't ever want to watch it again, no. See, that makes me want to watch but it even more. But it was worth the, the initial watch. Have you watched watch. The Quiet Place? Yeah, I thought it wasn't a meh movie. Okay, how many? Okay, well, if you spent the time <clears> and money to watch A Quiet Place, you should spend I the, spent the hour time, and a half. I spent the time and money to watch a quiet place because the wife wanted to go watch it in theaters when she came to visit me in minnesota otherwise i wouldn't have honestly i wouldn't <laughs> i haven't watched it since theaters i have it you have a quiet place i have it digitally because joe bought it and i took his digital code nice yeah i did that a lot with him uh i also went through his cabinet and just stole all of his digital codes nice. um a lot of them were expired um but no uh a Quiet Place is a movie I saw in theaters, and you know... We saw it in theaters. Yeah, we saw it in theaters, and despite having it, I haven't watched it because I feel like if I watch it here, it'll be a completely different experience because in a theater, you're supposed to be quiet. At home, you are free to do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and part of 
the whole quiet place phenomena is it, it's quiet. Yeah, when you're in a theater full no, of people and you hear them opening snacks, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, the, the intensity isn't the I would quietness. agree with that. So it, it's not a really an at-home movie, no. But yeah, I just, as I watched A Quiet Place, I was like, meh, this is very mediocre. I liked it. Their, their solution to the problem was what I said at the very beginning. And then I was like, you're telling me that the fucking military didn't do this shit? Like, they didn't test this at all? So... I, like, like I said, I just I see Our military this can be pretty incompetent. So, but when a creature uses sound as its primary hunting tactic, you don't think they're gonna try some kind of noise like weapon on it, like a sonar weapon? That would be the first thing we're trying on him. Mm. So the fact that this girl's hearing aid emits a frequency that fucks with them. Yeah, please. you're not you're not wrong. Like that's the <laughs> biggest fucking plot hole in the movie. Um, so give John Krasinski a break. It was his first movie. <laughs> like directing wise, it was fun. And like I, the acting and intensity of the, the acting, acting was good. That's, that's where it's at. But it, like story wise, it wasn't good. It was meh. It yeah. Was mediocre. You're kind of right. And then, I mean, I, I disagree. You disagree. Yeah. Because, I kind of agree because I, I can go back the last three years and give you, hundred plus movies that were worse than A Quiet Place. Oh yeah, I, I can give you. That. I guarantee I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, <laughs> but I can give you a hundred plus movies that were worse than A Quiet Place that were uh, rated a lot higher than A Quiet Place. So, I mean, you can give original material the the injustice of critiquing it super hard and saying that the plot wasn't very good, or you can go like another Kevin Hart movie. So, I mean, I, I think I'm going to stand by the fact that A Quiet Place, from a first-time director, a very, very well-respected actor in, this, in the industry, was really, really solid. And like, not meh. Like, like you said, I thought the acting was good. I thought the story was mediocre because of that major plot hole. I think Interstellar has a major fucking plot hole in it. Which is? Which is, they say the wormhole is created by humans. The humans wouldn't exist without the wormhole in the first place. How the fuck does that work, then? Why do you need to think about it, though? Because it's a main point of the movie. That future humans sent the wormhole to save humanity. That's, mm. that's what they say in the film. But it's like, this wormhole wouldn't exist without the future humans and the future humans wouldn't exist without the wormhole it's a paradox mm. I love Interstellar that's such a good movie mm-hmm. I don't they say that they have like they had scientists that worked on the film that it could work out this way but I'm just like to me that's just a Christopher Nolan oh we're gonna do this little plot twist to make it seem more dramatic and it didn't work I don't think he's a great director. What like came, Memento. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Understandable. I understand that. Well, no, science has proved which one came first. I don't know the question. The egg the came first. So, I mean, in that regard, you could just say the wormhole came first. I would say that, I mean... I would just say their explanation in the movie then was wrong, but that it just... I, I don't think it's a great film. I think it's okay. Everybody thought it was, they were, 
It was a lot like when Avatar came out. Everybody was like, it's the greatest movie ever. And then after we watched it for a year, we go, oh, shit. It's fucking another movie just with blue people instead. Dances with Wolves is one of the greatest westerns of all time. So if you adapt that greatest one of the greatest westerns of all time and make it sci-fi i think i mean think i think that's pretty cool so it was a cool movie <laughs> think, but was it the I, greatest I, film of all time I, well i mean it's the the box office numbers might might sway your opinion a little bit is titanic the greatest film of all time i mean titanic is one of the greatest dramas of all time you can literally spin it for everything though that's the yeah. thing I'm I'm just choosing not to be super cynical. You're choosing I'm, to be cynical. So you have admitted that. you are super jaded. I'm jaded about movies, but like I just again, I don't want to waste my time watching an hour and a half of Bird Box for me to walk away with it going, eh. When I can just do that hour and a half of doing something that I know I'll enjoy. Well, you just don't like movies anymore, man. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's fine. Fair. That's a, that's that a, is that's fair. why I was doing what I was doing. I just wanted you to admit that you just don't <laughs> like movies anymore. If it's good, I'll go watch it. If it if I if How I how are you gonna it, know it's good until you watch it? Yeah, I gotta see a trailer. Oh no, it's a paradox. It's a paradox. I have to see a trailer. Yeah, but no. trailers are shit, man. Trailers are can no, be they're shit. not because they show you what the movie is anyway. Now, yeah, you but just not go to there to check. You gotta go to the check. What do you mean not necessarily? Fuck, I mean, we're going to go see Broly in a okay, two weeks. Let's, and we're gonna, let's you know, talk about we're this. We're getting Gogeta. Here we go. We got Broly. The Infinity War trailer showed fucking Hulk on Earth. Where was Hulk on Earth? He wasn't there! <laughs> gotcha. I didn't watch the Infinity War trailer. Well, I would, didn't they did a lot spoilers. of trickery. Here's another paradox. You needed a trailer to watch the movie, but you didn't watch it! They also they also CGI'd uh, Thor's eye throughout the entire movie of yep. Thor Ragnarok. And and, and Infinity War. Mm -hmm. I don't watch a lot of like Marvel yeah. stuff. I've just now caught up. I'm just, shit, they've been out for a year plus. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you, Matt. I'm not gonna lie, the like shit out of this kid. <laughs> but I, I get it. I get what you were saying about Avatar, though. Like, we loved it at first, and then we watched it a couple yeah, more I times. Like I still love it. I'll watch Avatar. Oh yeah, I love the movie, but like. D the, the as far initial... as quality sci-fi movie material goes, well, it's, fantastic. it's hard to find. It's hard to find but this a story is, as good the as The flair has worn off for me. This is what I feel like with a lot of movies, though. When we go watch them, we're like, oh, it was amazing. And then after you, you like after they've been out, even if you haven't seen them for a long time, like let's say I go see Avatar in theaters. I hadn't seen it again until it came out on like DVD like six months later, mm -hmm. and I watch it at my house. And let's say I got like a fucking theater, which I did at my parents' house. Yeah, it's not the same. But, it, but, I, you're all, but it's not apples it. to apples either. I'm watching it and I'm going, oh, the story is actually not spectacular to me. Because part of part of what makes you enjoy the movie so much is the experience. I mean, yeah. Blaine and I have talked about that a lot on the show before you came on. We go to go to the theater for the experience. Mm -hmm. That's why we, as far as Blaine and I go, we have such a hard on for going to see shit in IMAX now. Because the first time that him and I went and saw an IMAX together, we had such a good experience. Yeah, we 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 just luck of the draw chose a really good movie. There wasn't a bunch of shitty people in the crowd. the 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 concessions were good. A lot of thing, a lot of ducks fell in in a row mm -hmm. to make that experience so memorable. And now it's like 
now we can justify driving an hour and going to a good IMAX, which here soon we won't have to. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing. I think also with Bird Box being on Netflix, that deters me from watching it. But why? Because I'm not getting the experience that you're talking about. Because I, I agree with that's you. That's fair. I like yeah. the go to movies for the experience. Because that's all movie theaters have at this point mm-hmm. to sell you on. It's like, okay, I can go to the theater. By the time I pay for tickets and snacks, I'm spending probably close to 40 bucks. I always make the joke that if it can justify my $10 on a movie ticket, my $80 on concessions. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because concessions uh, are expensive. When my wife and I would go to a movie in Chicago, tickets alone would cost us $40. Yeah, I wouldn't pay forty dollars wow, no. for movie yeah, tickets. For the for the two of us, it would cost us forty dollars. Yeah. Then snacks on top is another twenty. Because we we I get same thing every time. Water, sour patch kids if they got them, and then maybe a freeze drink. And then she normally gets like milk duds or something. It normally costs us twenty bucks. So right there I'm spending sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I I have to know I'm gonna enjoy the movie, so I don't go too often. Right there. Then when I go, like to Aquaman, for example, I knew I was going to like the movie. In general, just I like the experience more because it's on the big screen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm seeing all these people around me enjoying the film too. Whereas, like, I go on Facebook and I hear about this movie that's meh from friends that I trust because I watch movies and we generally have the same opinions on movies quite a bit. Do you like to go to the drive in? I do. Okay. Go on. And uh, especially when I curl up in a ball and get rained on. Meanwhile, all of us are inside a car <laughs> yeah. staring at him. Yeah, assholes. Um, <laughs> oh, man, but, uh, Matt's still out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had the fucking car keys. I don't know how the fuck you guys got in. <laughs> you should have just rolled under the car. <laughs> I just woke up and went, what? <laughs> yeah, he was just... And I'm just sitting... I'm, I'm, I think I was in Andrew Britton's car, and I was like looking out the window like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's sad. Like, <laughs> when I look at this like movie, that's oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I pay monthly subscription, but it's kind of free, I guess technically, because I can watch it anytime I want. But everyone that their opinion I trust says it's an okay movie, but it's basically just two movies ro- that are honestly mediocre, and one that's complete good dog shit. The happening rolled into one. <laughs> Yeah. Then I'm just going to say, uh, I'd rather do something else with an hour and a half, hour 45. That's fair. I so. just, I'm not so cynical about it because I actually appreciated the movie The Happening. I like Mark Wahlberg. Um, I like uh, Zoe Deschanel was his counterpart in that film, right? I don't know. Never think, seen it. I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, heard it was terrible, so I didn't see it. Well, see, I, I mean, I watched it. I've watched it multiple times. I thought there was. Uh, some some good some good things to pull from that movie like the bird box because what is more terrifying than something that can kill you that you can't see not a whole lot it's, that's that's pretty important in our brain to be able to see threats yeah. and when you can't see a threat you can't nail down that threat you don't know what the threat is so and then you pull in all the um mental health stuff that's associated with the film. Yeah. Um, Apparently there is a deleted scene where you actually see uh, what the, the, the problem of bird box, the, the, the monster, the, the demon. Lovecraftian yeah. monsters. 
And it was just so bad that they're like, we can't put this in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we'll just I think that keep that out. Movie too <clears throat> it does. What's scarier than something you can imagine in your mind? Mm-hmm. Nothing. But, uh, like, I don't know. If someone, like, desperately, like, it, let's say my wife was like, oh, no, you have to watch it. We're going to watch it. All right, fine. I will sit down and watch it with you. That's what she did with me with Christmas Chronicles. I thought Christmas Chronicles looked okay, but, like, meh. I want to see it. So but then everybody was, like, again, people I trust were, like, oh, it's such a good movie. You should, you should check it out. So I was, like, yeah, I'll give it a shot then if people are saying it's worth the time and effort. And then, yeah. It's Kurt Russell, man. Yeah. I watched Bird Box just for Sandra Bullock. I'd watch the Christmas Chronicles just for Kurt Russell. See, because when I, you're, I'm listening to you talk, What's you are the only there? person. Green Power Ranger Jason David Frank to make pro wrestling debut. Cool. Um, like you're the only person that opinion that I would trust with a movie says it's a decent movie. Everybody else that were like, oh yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. I'm just like, I've seen the shit you like. No. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I just I when I watch the Bird Box, like I've read. A portion of the book so i mean i've got a little bit more to go off in my head i mean i have i have a little bit more of the actual plot mm-hmm. um and then you pull in sandra bullock's really top-notch acting because i mean you can say a lot about sandra bullock but you can i don't think you can really critique her her acting in a negative way in this film i think because I, I, I think in I think every movie she's been in i thought she's done her role well wow. i mean I mean, movies like, what was it, The Heat with fucking um, Jenny McCarthy or whatever the fuck her name is. Oh. Big gal from yeah. Mike and Molly. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, thank you. Jenny McCarthy's yeah. her cousin. <laughs> the Playboy model. Yeah, that's the hot one. <laughs> but uh, that was nailing Jim Carrey for a while. Yeah. But um, uh, what was I going to say? But was she bad in that movie as an actress or was it just the film itself? Bad? I think everything. But, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, the the bird box is really cool because it highlights a lot of stuff that that our minds aren't really geared to handle. Like our brains aren't built to handle shit like that. And then there's you know there's scenes in the movie where people are like, take off your blindfold, just look. You know, I'm looking and mm-hmm. it looks great. Well, I mean the the the, the creatures in the in the bird box make you see um so it makes you see like your darkest fear and it makes you kill yourself right and that's yeah the plot but the people that have already lived their darkest fear like murderers rapists people that are mentally unstable they've already lived their darkest fear so they can look at them and not not, not be blank. affected so um you know I mean, See, what do you got to say I, about it, Blaine? When I hear you say that part about it, because no one's ever mentioned that part to me. Yeah. I've not even seen that in a review. That makes it sound more interesting to yeah. me. That there's like, hey, you know those psychopaths that, yeah, they're still around, and they're fine, basically. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that part of the movie was really weird, and I wish it would have gone a little more in-depth, but at the same time, it's cool that they didn't. Well, they they <clears throat> they introduce it really subtly. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, all With the, the guy. Yeah, well. The guy in the river. That, that's the first time you see yes, it. Yes, that's the first time you 
this, that's the first time you see somebody post uh, incident without a blindfold on or yeah. without, you know, covering their eyes somehow. Yeah. And you, you, at first you kind of, well, in the trailer and all that, you kind of think, oh, it's, it's one of them trying to like lure you into doing it mm-hmm. and just taking off the blindfold. But no, it's actually a person. And yeah. some reason they can, they've, they've been accepted. They, they, they don't kill themselves. Yep. It's because they've already lived their darkest fear. Like I said, that's, that makes it sound way like more that. interesting. And I'm like, now that inclines me more to watch it. Yep. <laughs> I like that. So, and then, and then you, you throw in like, okay, how do you, how do you combat something that's not tangible? Well, the only way that you can fight something intangible is with something intangible. Well, sight is tangible. You remove the tangible aspect, and therefore you have something intangible. If I can't see you, you can't hurt me. I mean, it's the childish, haha. If I can't see you, you can't see me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see me all day, but you can't touch me unless I look at you. So that dynamic in the beginning of the film is highlighted pretty strongly. Well, then you bring the human element into it even further. Like, yeah, you can't see them, but you can see me, and I can see you, and I'm going to make you see them. Mm-hmm. And if you won't look at them, I'm going to kill you. So, I mean, that whole dynamic, like, yep, we've got it figured out. We just can't look at them. We can navigate. We know we know we have resources. We can trust each other. Oh, fuck. It's no longer two plus two. Yep. It's two plus two with an X in there somewhere. Yep. Like, where's that fucking variable yep. come from? So. And we have no idea where that variable came from. Mm-mm. I like how. The, See, this, that sounds way more intriguing now. I like how the movie <laughs> goes present day, flashback. I, I like the way that they told the story. Yeah, because it's like four hours on the river, and then it you get a little bit of that, and then it goes back to the beginning. Like, one of the, one of the biggest complaints that I've read or heard people tell me of the film is, you're not going to fucking survive 48 hours on a river without being able to steer. Well... I'm sorry, not everything is fucking white water rapids. Like, if you're just lazily fucking coasting down the river... Yeah, we like, do it all the time. It's called floating. Yeah, like you're literally just floating. You ever been on a float trip? You just float. Yeah. You don't do much. Yeah. You drink and, beer and, and you float. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't navigate the river without being able to see... You know what you do if you hit the bank and you don't flip over? You push back off the bank and you keep on afloating. Yeah. And then what happens when they get to the the rapids and they choose not to see? They fucking capsize. So the logical thing happens. Yeah. Like don't shit on something and say, well, it's illogical when you're not saying, when you're not actually highlighting the things that logically would happen. Yeah. Yeah, You choose not to see to navigate the rapids, you're probably going to (gasps) capsize. That's what happened. Weird. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, how much spoil? You don't care about spoilers. Go You're ahead. probably not gonna watch it. The the fucking part where the she's explaining the rapids, and her son, her actual son, boy, boy, <laughs> boy. That's what she names him, boy. Mm-hmm. And she names the girl girl because she de- she doesn't want to have a kid to begin with, but she does. Mm-hmm. Um. So she, the, he, the boy just goes, like, I'll look. She, she goes, one of you is going to have to look so I can steer. And the boy, like, just straight up says, like, I'll look. And she's like, 
no, I will pick when the time comes. Meaning, and then the girl just like, she's got that face like, it's going to be fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so be- that, that's a really interesting dynamic that they have at that time because it is. She doesn't, the kids don't associate her as their mom. Yeah. She does not associate them as her children. Mm-hmm. And that's the character development in the film. At the end of the film, she accepts them as her children. She names them, which yeah. I thought was a really powerful scene. It was. Um, a really good feel, or really feel good scene. And she says, I'm your mom, or I'm your mother, however she said it. And the look on. Kudos to the the children that that played those parts because the emotion that they conveyed just with facial expressions at that moment was super powerful stuff. And, I mean, it felt legitimate. So, um, what else was I going to say? I really liked Tom as a character. Not I liked Black Tom. Yeah. Not Uncle Tom. We're not getting racist on this. I'm talking about uh, the actor who played Tom. He was an African-American man. I thought he did a really good job. Um, the scene where Sandra Bullock and him are interacting in the the, the shopping center or the, the grocery store, and he's coming on to her, and I was like, wow, this is getting creepy. It's either going to rape her in the shopping store or the grocery store, or she's going to brush him off and... What do you know? A love story blossomed out of that. Yep. And that was feel good. What I want to know is, what the fuck was he doing to maintain that amazing body? Because I'm, and I I told this to Miranda. Do you want me to be charitage with it, or? I I told Miranda, I was like, (laughs) I don't get it. And she was like, I'm sure that, like, they could get supplies and stuff. I was like, okay, this is basically the apocalypse. Supplies are not always going to be there. And in, in order to maintain a fucking physique like that, you got to have constant fucking nutrition and constant working out and shit. Or just really good genes. People don't, people will argue with me about that all day. Yeah, you're not wrong. Some people are fucking genetically better. Look at Andy. Mm -hmm. Some people are genetically better. And that is Andy. You're, you're not wrong whatsoever. So like, what's the timeline exactly with, uh, like when this started? Five years. Five years. Five years. It's a story that takes place over five years. Oh, so like the beginning of the film is like starts at the end and then it's flashbacks or is it just like, well, it yes. starts at the beginning and then it's no, like- it starts at, it starts towards the end, flashes back to the beginning, plays out a little bit of the beginning, flashes forward to present day, okay, goes back in time. So the, keeps the beginning of the itself. film is the end flashback close to the end. And then you, you, you work closer to the end, the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I really liked it. Normally, normally I'm not a big flashback guy, but I really liked the way that they did the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. How the present day, the flash forwards were really short, and the flashbacks were a lot longer. Mm-hmm. I really dug that. See, like listening to you talk more just makes me want to watch it more. We're yeah. good at that. Be- well, because <laughs> it's worth an hour and a half, Matt. I, I strongly, <clears throat> strongly stand by my opinion. It's worth the hour and a half that you have to sit through it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm thinking I'm giving it a whirl. Give it a go. Yeah, I mean, Give it a go. like I said, you've already paid for it. Yeah. So to, to further put it in perspective, my wife hates everything. Okay. She said I did not like Quiet Place, but really liked Bird Box. <laughs> Bam. She also <laughs> said even after five years, he looked good. Tom. Yeah. 
Like I said, Quiet Place wasn't terrible, <clears throat> but it wasn't as good as I felt like critics made it out to be. I just thought it was a... Everybody made it out to be like this next great film. Well, just, just that that was just fanfare yeah. because of John Krasinski. That's how it originally started, and then it blew into A Quiet Place is the greatest thing ever to happen. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good movie. It's nothing spectacular. But... It's, just, it's just a great start for John Krasinski yeah. as far as directing goes. So... Um, but yeah, like I, do you want to see what the creatures more. actually look like, Blaine? Can't canonically. Yeah. Let me get it pulled up here. So, what would you give this movie, Tyler? Uh, Bird Box. Yeah. I'd give Bird Box a seven out of ten all day. Yeah. I think that's really reasonable. That's wow. not. That's yeah. not me being super optimistic about that's it. Lower than me. I was gonna give it a seven and a half just to be generous. So like a like a, a <clears> solid <throat> like. I'll give C it a seven plus B. I'd give it a, a B, B all day. Yeah, B. I'll give it a B. Okay. Oh, interesting. It's Lovecraftian. Yeah, very. It's it's, it's um, the great old ones fucking come from space and then fucking melt your brains. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. So we're 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 sitting at a solid B seven seven and a half. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. No, yeah. it's definitely <clears throat> worth the hour and a half. I can stand by that. I'm not going to argue that. You know, like it's it's not perfect. It's not the most amazing. Like once again, it's not the most amazing movie I've seen because I I saw Aquaman. <laughs> Excellent movie. But we, you know, <clears throat> you just you and I together in the last year have seen a lot of really good movies. Yes, together. Yes, we have. The first movie we fucking saw was Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. one of the most fun movies in the MCU. Not one of the greatest, but one, one of the most. Fun. But one of the most fun. You know, we've seen Dead- you put it like that. we've seen Deadpool two, we've seen Infinity War, we've seen uh fucking The Last Jedi. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves, which we both thought was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I bought it. Uh, yeah. Um, so I mean if you if you can enjoy movies like Den of Thieves, which is not super high quality production, but it has a good story that you don't expect, mm-hmm. I think the bird box is worth a watch. I'm curious. You mentioned that Thor Ragnarok wasn't like the greatest like MCU movie. Like, what, what's your opinion of what is the best one? Guardians of the Galaxy one. First one. Mm-hmm. I think. I think just overall from from cast to story to drama, comedy, action, yeah, CGI, special effects, everything rolled into one. I think the first Guardians movie takes the cake without issue. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, go with that too. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would say the Winter Soldier is probably got to be number two. I'd say two or three, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm a big fan of Civil War, but I don't. It's I don't think you can say that it's, it's not as good as Winter Soldier. No, it's not by any measure, honestly. No. So, so if I if I was if we're gonna do that real quick, I would say Civil War is another Avengers movie. Guardians one, um, then Winter Soldier. Then I would probably have to say Infinity War at number three. Yeah. Ant Man, honorable mention at number four. <laughs> that's one. I that's one of the three I haven't seen. Definitely I've watched seen the second one, but I haven't seen. Have the you first. seen Black Panther? Yeah. Okay. If you like ba- Black Panther and you don't like Ant Man, there's something wrong with you. Because <laughs> Ant Man's a way better movie than like Black I said. Oh, I absolutely. Watched, I watched Ant Man and Wasp, and I liked it a lot. Okay, if you like so, that one, then you'll like the original yeah. Ant Man. 
So I'm that's the one I need to see because I haven't <clears> seen <throat> The Dark World, and then what was that last one? Doctor Strange, which I still need to watch. That's a good one too. Yeah. So well, while, my top, I thought I was going to hate it. While too. we're on the subject of the MCU, uh, before we move on to our next topic, our closing topic, um, I want to briefly mention uh, a Christmas gift I got. Oh my, yeah, my stepson Maverick. <laughs> uh, we were at Walmart. Uh, looking for a, we were in Ohio, Walmart, looking, looking for um, a, a Power Ranger toy for him. Okay. He, he was looking for a gold Power Ranger from I think like the Samurai or Ninja Power Ranger one, most recent, it's whatever. Be Zio. <laughs> I'm all about that Zio. The Zio Gold Ranger, fuck yeah, fucking bring back Jason. Um, but no, we didn't find it. In fact, they only had one Power Ranger toy in the whole store. Really? One individual toy. Wow. It was just sold out. Um, oh, I, th- I thought you were saying that they just didn't have any, like a section. It was just sold out. Wow. Uh, however, I did see this Infinity Gauntlet toy, that, and I was like, I'll get that. Is it like a Hulk hand? But better? I'll get there. Okay. I want to buy this toy. <laughs> uh, it, so I, I figured, okay, I know, I knew, I knew it was just, I thought it was going to be like a whole can. Okay. It, Cause it's just a fist and it's just one <laughs> and it has a button on it and it lights up and noises and shit. It's only 20 bucks. I was like, okay, I'll get it for him. And uh, I thought. Did he point this out or did you point this I out? I pointed this out. He was not there. Okay, okay. I was searching cause this is, uh, this is post buying switch slash dishwasher. Okay. And, uh, I, so we, we, there's a Walmart right there and she had, at, Miranda had asked me to go look for this gold Power toy. Ranger toy. Cause he, he asked for Santa to get it for him. Okay. So we, we go on this wild goose chase, didn't find it, but I saw the, I, I, and I asked her, I was like, should I get this for him? Like, I think it'd be really cool. So I got it for him and then he opens it up and I shit you not. It's, it's literally a fist that cannot open its hands which is okay because i figured okay it's like at least it's kind of like a hulk hand mm-hmm. just one individual hulk hand okay no it's it's a thing that you there's a there's a little rod in the middle of it mm-hmm. for you to hold on to yeah and that's all it is and it's bullshit <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's not is it plastic it's all plastic yeah ish okay it's it's more like rubberized plastic it seems more like a collector piece no, not like the actual like Infinity Gauntlet. That's like a hundred bucks that you can actually put your hands and move them in. I want that. Well, that no, that's I'm, that's what I mean. It seems more just kind of like a collector little. Like no, a novelty. this this, yeah. this this was in the the toys, not the collector toys. Okay. This was a this is meant to be for children to play with. To hit each other in the I was face. About to say with. you're gonna punch somebody in the face with a piece of plastic. Like I said, it's rubberized plastic. It's it's I I can show it to you. When we when we leave here, but I would thing, appreciate that. Yeah, this thing too. is the the biggest. I I would have rather bought Maverick a genuine pile of shit and and wrapped it up for him really to open up. You're a terrible stepfather. I, I am, <laughs> but you know I think that would have been a much better gift than this fucking hunk of shit. Mm, too bad you couldn't take it back. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, live and learn. How did Maverick feel about it? He loves it. I mean, he keeps putting it on the wrong hand, but. <laughs> That's my only complaint about him with the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, I mean, dude, if he likes it. What, I mean, yeah, he likes it. It's cool. No problem. It's yeah. cool. I'm tempted to get him like an actual like Infinity Glove. I'm not going to give give it the credit of a gauntlet. My sister. Uh, 
I want the legit one. You a dancing Mickey Mouse? No. That for the longest time he refused to take out of the box. Actually, I still don't know if it's out of the box. Yeah. Because anytime you asked him, he said no, maybe later. And then if you like tried to touch it, he just screamed. Yeah. And it's like you realize if we take it out of the box, it'll dance and do other stuff. <laughs> it'll do more things. Yeah. And he just like no. <laughs> No, nah, like, bro. Listen, you little fucker. All right. <laughs> Just take it out uh, of the box. Miranda, she, okay, so at LaFeCon, there was something I, I eyed, and I was like, I'm thinking about getting that. And then I went to show Nate, and I was like, oh, it's gone. So I opened up, I opened, I, and I knew just looking at the box what it was, not like ex- individually what it was, but I knew what I was getting in the vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is a fucking Funko Pop. I can tell this is a Funko Pop box. I know I know the size of these things. Open it up. It's the one I saw at LaFeCon. You know what it was? It was Gizmo from Gremlins. And I, I was like, fuck yeah! Nice. I loved Gremlins growing up. Oh, man. I did too. There was a bunch of Gremlins stuff at LaFeCon this year. Really? Yeah, it was weird. Well, <laughs> LaFeCon before Christmas. Yeah, LaFeCon before Christmas. Are we still having... What what's the status of the actual office? It's still happening. This was just to raise awareness for the next one, which is in April. Okay, they're that, doing it April time. That's what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have spoken with Nate. Okay, and I told him specifically. I was like, "Dude, Lafiecon. I don't care if we have to pay for it. I want a booth. I want stickers and shit to hand out to people." I want people to be aware that we are more than just these entities on the stage mm-hmm. talking to people. I want people to like come up to us and be like, hey, what do you do? Not just see us walking around and then talking to people on stage. Right. It'd be cool. I mean, I'm, and I'm willing to sit at a booth all day if that means getting the word out about us. Yeah. So. I'd be down to go to that. Yeah. I was in Chicago when that happened last year. Well, now you now you're available. Now I live in Lafayette. Lafayette's a lot of fun. Uh, basically, we we uh, host the panels, which typically end up being like mini podcasts, and you know it's just it's just a good time. There's some good people there. We just have a good time. We have, we a, have, good have time. a good time. One of one of the uh, panels we typically do at Lafayette, Brian K. Morris, he has a show called uh, Clever Title Pending. And that is he has joined. a bunch of shows. He does. Never mind the furthermore. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Brian K. Morris is now a part of the Journey into Comics Network mm-hmm. uh, with a show coming later this year. So that's that's great. Brian K. Morris, he's such a great dude. He's a, he's a very fun person to talk to, and he is he is all about his his philosophy is a rising tide raises ships, raises all ships, mm-hmm. and that's his that's his uh, his business is Rising Tide Productions. And I, I love that philosophy. We all love that philosophy, and we're very happy to have him on board mm-hmm. on the Journey into Comics Network because we not not only is he just a great person to be part of the network. We feel I feel like he's going to bring a lot of attention to the network and mm-hmm. more ears, more people. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Me too, and I'm excited to have you at LaFeCon this year. And he's Matt. He's I'm Matt. Matt. <laughs> and I'll be at LaFeCon this year. Hell yeah. I mean, we get in for free. I'm going to be dapper as fuck, too. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm the dapper Matt. Not right now because I don't have to work, but I get he's, you. he's not dapper Matt. He's got I that mean, Pikachu hat, though. I'm, Pikachu I'm, hat I'm homeless Tyler today. Well, speaking of Pikachu, we've all been playing. We we all have Switches now. Yeah. You and I got a Switch for Christmas. Yep. I just got to say this real fast, so I can't believe you don't like Archer. 
really, <laughs> I don't really hurt. Out of the blue, but when you when you said that, it was such a like, shit show. Did I it was just really? Like, did it really trigger you? I just I, okay. I've, um, for two weeks, I've literally almost gone through the, all. Hold of on, the I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the list of shows that are really popular that I don't watch because I'm the unpopular opinion guy. Archer, Bob's Burgers, Rick and Morty, uh, Big Mouth. Uh, throw some other ones at me. What's uh popular stupid TV shows right now? Cartoons, Blaine. Cartoons, throw them at me. I'll tell you, I don't watch really them. stupid cartoons like Archer and Bob's Burgers and Big Mouth. I honestly don't. Big Mouth was hilarious. Nope. Not all of those shows I Big loved. Mouth. Not watching any one of them because they're all dumb. They are dumb. See, I love the first three you mentioned, but I've never even heard of Big Mouth. Big Mouth is great. You know what I'd rather watch than Rick and Morty? Fucking Angry Beavers. Yeah. Same. You know what I'd rather watch than Rick and Morty or Bob's Burgers or fucking Big Mouth? Cat Dog. Yeah, but those are come and gone. These are current. Yeah, but they don't have to be current because they're timeless. So are these eventually? No, you know you want to know what possibly the, you want to know what the most we didn't know, you know we didn't think those I'm shows most were going to be excited timeless. about about being a parent. One day, my daughter's going to be about five or six years old, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to pull her next to me on the couch, and I'm going to say, "Ruby, this is Courage the Cowardly Dog," and then we're going to dive in, and she's going to love it, or she's going to die. Say, what if she hates it. And <laughs> she's gonna I, die. I didn't really like courage because she's not worthy. I wasn't a Cartoon Network guy either, but I was Nickelodeon all the way. Fuck Nickelodeon. You just mentioned Cat Dog and Angry Beavers, which are fucking Nickelodeon yeah, shows. Okay, let me just go through some other ones. I love Doug. Doug uh, was the fucking shit. Okay, uh, <laughs> fucking Dexter's Laboratory. That was a good classic. Show. I love Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls, classic. Sailor Moon was the shit. Yeah, but that's not really Cartoon Network. That's Japan. I just saw it on Disney a lot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was also I, a big I fan watched, of Care Bears. I watched Nickelodeon, <laughs> WB, and Fox. Remember the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon? Yeah, yep. we were watching it the other that. day. It's really bad. So, well, I liked it. But one thing I want to ask before we really wrap this up, because I feel like we should... Yeah, I need but to eat food. <laughs> what do you think the fascination in the <clears throat> 90s was with chili dogs? Yeah. Have you guys ever noticed that? Yeah. There was like a shit ton, a shit ton of cartoons in the 90s that was just fascinated with chili dogs. Sonic. No, you're not wrong. Fucking um, Rocket Power. Yeah. Just, I mean, there was like a dozen fucking shows. Speaking of another amazing Nickelodeon it show. It was not amazing. Was I love awful. Rocket Power. It was meh. I love yeah, Rocket Power. Yeah, it was Power. awful. Thank you for agreeing with me, Matt. Wow. I, I liked one episode, and it was... I always like felt a, bad for the fat one. They, Tito? <laughs> yeah. That's, or no, Squid. Squid. They had like one uh, like little like TV movie. Yeah. So they had to do like... It was kind of like, like a triathlon. They went yeah, to New Zealand. New Zealand. That was pretty cool. And then they had an episode where they had Tony Hawk. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. You know what was an awful Nickelodeon show? The Wild Thornberries. I hated that. It was okay. Show. It was awful. It was it was okay. I watched it. I, just, I always just wanted to nail the older sister. Debbie. Debbie. I don't even remember these characters. <laughs> Debbie. Because <laughs> everyone else on that show was really fucking annoying. Yeah. You know what was a really good Nickelodeon show? Ah, Real Monsters. That was a good one. That was one of the first shows I ever watched. You know, was uh, Rocco's Modern Life a Nickelodeon yep. show? That yep. was terrible. Uh, Ren and Stimpy, that was a Nickelodeon show. That was terrible. 
Um, yeah, I'm think I Legends like the, of the, the Legends of the Hidden Temple was cool. I like yeah. like the late '90s to early 2000s shows, like the you know starting with SpongeBob, then like Jimmy Neutron, Danny Phantom, yeah, Danny ben Phantom, 10. awesome, yeah, Ben early Ben Ten yeah. was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, Avatar yeah. was cool. Avatar was cool. Um, fucking Pokemans, the old pocket demons. <laughs> Indigo. That was a Nickelodeon. Indigo though. League. That was a Nickelodeon. That was Cartoon Network. No, we're just we're just NWB. talking. That was WB. It wasn't Cartoon Network. It was on Cartoon Origi- Network originally, originally it wasn't. Yeah, originally it was WB. Well, it was on Cartoon Network at the same time. Like I think they Eventually. just showed reruns. Um, the fucking Ninja Turtle show was cool. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember Evolution? Like the movie Evolution? But they, the TV show? The, the TV yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. series? Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. The Men new, in Black? The, yeah, Men in Black. The Men in Black TV show was fucking good. Yeah. There was a uh, Pet Ace Ventura cartoon. Yes, there was. Yeah, All that. that. Blue, uh, the tick. There was, the there tick was a mask yeah, cartoon yeah, the as mask well. Cartoon was then good. Freakazoid. The tick. Oh my god. Freakazoid. Yeah. Jesus. I liked Animaniacs. Yeah. Uh, I was never a fan of Animaniacs. I watched anyway, it all. I um, mentioned a Switch and Pokemon. Hold on. Do you remember the Godzilla <laughs> the fuck on. animated series? The, the 1998. Ni- yes, Godzilla animated which series. Which was way better than the movie itself. See, I, see okay. You, you sparked this, so I got to bring it up. I actually liked... I did too. 1998 Godzilla. I did too. You want to know one of the reasons that it I liked 1998 cool. Godzilla? Well, it looked cool. But... The baby Godzillas were like Velociraptors. Yeah. And at that time, I was really involved in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> so then you throw in miniature Godzillas that are actually Velociraptors. Given this was a year after the Lost World Jurassic yep, Park. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, fucking chomping on French Special Forces dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm all about that. So I like that. The fucking, I like that Godzilla movie a lot. The helicopter <laughs> chase scene. Come on now. Yeah. That was good. The comic relief in that movie was just... Matthew Broderick was fantastic yeah. in that movie. Matthew Broderick was great. He's fantastic in every movie. Gene, what are you talking Gene about? Hackman. No, Gene Hackman wasn't in that movie. No. He's Simba, bro. Yeah. <laughs> was he Simba in the original Lion King? In the I know cartoon? He was, yeah. I know he was yeah. in Simba's Pride, too. Yeah, he no, was Simba. He, yeah, he was always in Simba. And one and a half. Yeah. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember. He's also Ferris freaking Bueller. Lion King, the greatest ripoff of another successful franchise ever maybe avatar now <laughs> it's a carbon copy of a german cartoon oh yeah you're with right a, with a oh. white lion instead of yeah i remember now a regular lion yeah so yeah the switch we all got switches yeah and we all got pokemon i have my one and only game it's pokemon i have several games but i have two that's games, the one i've played pokemon. the most <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting starlink in the next couple days for sure yeah we played it a little bit earlier and it, yeah. was, it was a little bit of fun yeah well, I like I like. Uh, it's a little more open world than I thought, or it seems. No, it is open world. Okay, cool. yeah, that explains a lot because I went into a, a like right before Matt showed up. I went into like this horde of fucking things, and I just I got wrecked because there was a bunch of them. Yeah, you, and were, you were trying to blow up an imp nest. Yeah, I'm like, nope, that's this isn't gonna happen, and yep. I died. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> get. Uh... This weekend, I'll pick up uh, Smash Bros. and Starlink. Uh, I'm probably going to get Skylar Harvest Moon. And then I think I'm going to hold off buying anything else. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm going to get like Mario Odyssey and <clears throat> Mario Kart. But I really don't want to get Mario Kart. 
Because it's just a remaster of the same Mario Kart that came out for the Wii U, which I already own. Dude, I'm convinced it's harder. Well, here's the thing. Crash Team Racing is coming out in February, I think. And I would much rather play Crash Team Racing than I would Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. No, I love Mario Kart too. don't get me wrong. But, like, I think we can all agree in this room that Diddy Kong Racing is a better racing game than Mario Kart. Absolutely. Can we agree on that? I love Diddy Kong okay. Racing. I always ever... played as Conker. Uh, I always played as Banjo. Big Banjo-Kazooie guy. Banjo was in that game? Yeah, Banjo's the bear. He just doesn't have Kazooie. Kazooie's stuffed in his backpack. I didn't realize Banjo was in that game. Yeah, Banjo's the bear. Yeah, I know. I know Banjo's the bear, but I didn't realize he was in the game. Well, there's a bear in the game, and his name is Banjo. I so... don't remember. Yeah. I played that in third grade. Well, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I played and beat in third grade. I didn't beat reverse mode. I did. But I, I I didn't get that far. I was very close. I was almost I was almost to the space shit. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Diddy Kong. <laughs> Diddy Kong was cool, man. Spoiler but alert. I really, space I, shit. I really liked uh the Sonic racing game that came out a while ago. I really yeah, liked that. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And I really, really liked Crash Team Racing. Um, and I've never been a Crash guy. Oh man, Crash Never been fra- awesome. better never been a Crash guy. So um, you know Diddy Kong Racing fuck that was a fun game mm-hmm. I was always Conquer the Squirrel and then I never get I never did play Conquer's Bad Fur Day oh I did but wow that but game. yeah I, I think <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna hold off on getting Mario Kart and just get Crash Team Racing for the Switch yeah cause I'd rather play Crash when I was at Target the other day I already have the Crash Bandicoot trilogy for Playstation cause it doesn't feel right to play it on anything other than Playstation but they have a uh, double pack of the Crash Bandicoot remaster with a um, special edition Power A wired controller that's all Crash Bandicoot themed for fifty bucks. I thought that was really cool. So you get a game and a controller for what you would normally pay for yeah. either one of them. There you go. You know, I just so. do everything on PC now. I pretty much okay. don't even own consoles. We're not going to talk about him anymore. PC Master Race over there. Yeah, Elite, Elitist over yeah. there. I just get all the exact same games on my computer. Assuming your computer can handle it. It yeah. can, because it's a gaming laptop. It's an Omen. So, Woo. what it was designed for. Well, I built my PC, and it can handle shit. I did I, build I just <laughs> bought it stocked. I, was best I let other people build my shit, and I can play in my living room, and I just play them. I go, boop, and then I play them. And then I go boop, and then I don't play them. I don't like controllers anymore. Yeah, I, I, if you try and give me a mouse to play a game with, I'll fucking smash it. I'll play RTSs. Yeah, I'll play that. I'll play it. I'll, I'll play, play that it. on a PC all day. I'll play Jurassic World Evolution. But I've also had some really good console RTSs, so like Ruse. Ruse uh, was fantastic. Alien vs Predator Extinction. Yeah, fantastic. That was fun. Yep. Halo Wars was okay. Halo Wars was really good. Halo Wars Two not so good. I watched all the cutscenes, so I'm good. I don't need to play it. Mm. That's what I feel with most games. <laughs> You're just so jaded all around. Yeah. Well, you gotta, I'm normally the cynical a-hole. Where, where, where have you been, Matt? Because you're not normally this cynical. I just, I just he's been around. Play a lot of games, man. He's been here and he's been there. I want, and he's been everywhere. <laughs> man, I was telling this to my friends because, like, for when I had my where PlayStation, are your friends, you bastard. My other friends. My bad. You don't have other friends. You're true. There's only other. You're very, not anymore. You're very right. 
I was telling some folks. <laughs> You're telling your acquaintances. <laughs> that uh, when I had my PlayStation, I was like, you know, like I have these games that are very story based. Like I had Horizon Zero Dawn. I had like the like Uncharted like collector sets and everything like that. And I was like, I just don't want to put forth the time to do the story. <laughs> and I was like, which is sad because when I start playing these games, I have a lot of fun. And then I realized, oh, shit, it, six hours has gone by. I was like, I just want something I can play casually at this point, And then I can be like, you know what? All right, I'm done after like an hour. So, yeah, that's kind of been where I've been out with games lately. I rather would just get like kind of party games for like the switch, like Mario party and that kind of stuff. I play video games to escape the real world. So I want it to suck me in as long as it possibly can. And that's Maybe about that's all. why I'm depressed. <laughs> that's, about, that's about all I got to say about that. Uh, but real quick, let's talk about let Pokemon. Let's go. Yeah. Who wants to start? Hmm? I probably have the most gameplay in mind. Yeah, you definitely do. Cause I got like 50 some hours in. I have roughly five. Yeah, I'm uh, I've beaten all the, I'm beating the whole game. I have four more Pokemon. I've got 20 hours of playtime. Yeah. God damn. Like I, I said, have... five hours. <laughs> I haven't played a whole lot. Like I said, I have four more Pokemon and it's a, like trade exclusive ones. So Al- Alakazam, Machamp, Golem, and uh, Gengar. Gengar. Those are the only four I have, which I'm gonna just transfer from Go. And then I'll have my shiny charm, and then Matt's going shiny hunting. I've got three shiny so far. I think the whole shiny thing's dumb. Some it of them are cool. Some of them are look pretty cool looking. So I think shiny Pokemon are dumb. I just want Pokemon to be Pokemon. I mean, they're cool because... Skylar's playing Pokemon Go. They're so rare. Skylar's playing Pokemon Go while I'm playing this. And she's like, hey, do you have this? And I said, that's not in the original. And I also have never seen that Pokemon before. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have this? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that for 10 years. Don't really know what it is, you know? I, I arrange mine by uh, number, so it's always... The I just go by one. recent. Um, but, uh, yeah, beat the game. Uh, they do a lot of fan service in the game, which is pretty nice. I enjoyed that. I like Blue. Seeing Blue make his yeah. first cameo in the game is like, ah, fuck yeah, it's yeah. scary. Well, there's, there's other ones too, and, uh, I don't want to spoil them for you. Um, the best gym by far is Cinnabar. Oh, sweet. Um, in terms of appearance or just the overall? Whole, just the whole thing. Okay. It's a completely different vibe. Is, is it different from the originals where you have to answer the riddles? No, but they do it on such a grander scale. It's amazing. Yeah, sweet. I'm like, excited. They make it into a fucking meme, the whole thing, and it's the best. <laughs> so... Looking forward to that. I'm. Ju- I just. I've just been hanging around Cerulean City. Yeah. We. Uh, so I've. I've been in Cerulean Cave, basically just training all my Pokemon up to level seventy-five, because I'm going after those master trainers. Um, they're a bitch. Um, because their Pokemon are broken. Like I went after the Raticate trainer with my level eighty-eight Raticate. His is level seventy-five, and it one-shot me. Weird. Yeah. Did hyperfang you? T- did takedown. Hit me with takedown. It outsped me. And again, I'm like 10 plus levels higher than this thing. Outsped me and just one shot me. Not a crit, nothing. I was like, what the fuck? So I got to start doing those candy trains at this point. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, I've been <laughs> doing a lot of that. 
So I don't know if there's any specific science to it or method, but I just like, yep, Pidgey. He needs a lot more defense. <laughs> Give him all them tough candies. I try to go based off of like what their uh, their best stat is, and then what their worst one is. Yep. I just want all my Pokemon to be as fast as possible. Speed is because Honestly, I want to. Seems to be the best stat you can because I want to. I want to go before them every time. Yep. It pisses mm-hmm. me off where um, they do some bullshit move, and then I switch Pokemon, and then oh, here's that bullshit move again. You don't even get a chance to go. Or when I paralyze people and they can keep doing something, they can keep doing whatever they want. But if I get paralyzed, I can't do anything. We're looking at you, Koga, and your bullshit. <laughs> protect. Oh God, that fucking protect is so gay. It's a it's a bitch move, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like like the first. I'm gonna say the first ten hours of my playthrough so far. It was like light screen. Mm-hmm. They would light screen, so it would make all my special attacks not super powerful, which was okay. I have a fucking primate who has a, a fucking ability that bypasses the light screen and then makes brick it, break. Yeah, brick yeah. break, and then I don't have to deal with light screen anymore. Yep. So same, it does the same with reflect FYI. So I got <laughs> so I got that away. Yeah. You know, I got that out of the way pretty quick, and then it's like protect. Oh, I select to do something. You just get to go real quick and do protect every time. Priority move, yeah, it's a yep. bitch. It, um, it doesn't work two doesn't, times in a row. It can. And it's very unlikely, Yeah, though. it's unlikely. Well, I've had a lot of very unlikely situations where yeah. it goes back to back. Just do better. You're talking to them, not talking to me. <laughs> I'm talking to you. No. I am talking to you. I'm not the one fucking digitally fighting other pocket demons. Part of the cards, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but anyway, the game has a lot of good fan service. Yeah. yeah I, it I makes me really it. excited for the legit Pokemon game that we're going to get this year. Yes. Well, everybody, like... I watch a lot of YouTube videos, people, <laughs> a lot, and like they're. Uh, I watch a lot of reviews or you know previews of what, and people are like, "This game's gonna be shit." It's like one of the Switches, like it's the Switch's highest selling title mm-hmm. ever, and then like it's one of the best reviewed games of the year. Like it's fantastic, and it's not even a real Pokemon game. Yeah, it was a side game. Like normally, the way Pokemon games are released, you get the game, then you get either. The like sister game, so like yellow, emerald, that kind of stuff, or you get the sequels, black and white two, ultra sun and ultra moon, the next year, and then you get a break, one year break, and then you get the next generation. It's a three year cycle basically. Yeah. So we got sun and moon, ultra sun and moon, and then we got this, which is confirmed a generation seven game, and people are like, it's not, a, it's not a real Pokemon game. We technically shouldn't have even got a fucking game this year, people. Right. Yeah. Be happy with what you got because it turned out awesome. And I just look at this yeah. as a Pokemon Go companion. That's essentially yeah. what it is. That's all I look at it as. It's a it's a cool look back. It's it's a look back at Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. And while still introducing the the Pokemon Go mechanics and you know that it was really cool. I I I was definitely worried. I was like, okay, well, how am I supposed to train my Pokemon other than? battling people and, and, and i love this way of training pokemon yeah it's so inter- much it's, more yeah I don't. it's different because this, all your pokemon get experience that i like well the thing mm-hmm. is they what had i don't that like is, is i don't get to battle random pokemon that pisses me off i wish the they only would pokemon i've that. battled is fucking snorlax twice i wish they would incorporate that to where you can choose to battle them first and then catch them and the, the, ca- the catching itself should be a mini game 
That should be a mini game. Is. Well, but yeah, but one, my biggest complaint for Let's Go is I have to catch Pokemon with motion controls if I want to play on my TV, and that's fucking stupid. I, yeah, I was. I bought the little ball. I was kind of like. You're still motion control. I know. I like it though. Like, I, I don't. Like, I, it, it I don't want to play more. with motion controls. What yeah, I want to know is why is it any different taking the joy like doing the whole switch and taking the joy both joy cons putting them in that little controller grip mm-hmm. why is that any different but no if you, it's either the whole console or just one joy con what or a pokeball or a pokeball which i want to get because i want Mew. but i also don't want to spend 50 you can take joy cons and put them in the attachment and then you get when you throw it you get a synchronized bonus so you can throw two balls gives you more xp cheat codes <laughs> that's how i'm getting 90k experience with chances and through and cave damn yeah i get all my pokemon to like level 75 like that that's why i like train here's here's my biggest problem with grinding out pokemon games i love pokemon games but after you beat the elite four and like they have like the little post game stuff it's like oh well you're supposed to train all your pokemon to level 100 by the time you're level 65 wild pokemon don't give you shit for xp and when you go, the only people you can rebattle, let's say gold and silver, for example, are red and the elite four. The elite four's Pokemon are level 50, while red are level 80. But he, you battle him once, you got to go through a credit scene, and you might level up one time with one Pokemon. Whereas in this sense, I've gotten so many Pokemon to level 100 already. Like, I've got all the legendary Pokemon to level 100. Just by catching these chances, which I, I, it makes me feel like I'm actually doing something. Like, I'm making ground. Yeah. Whereas, like, like <clears throat> I said, I'm, oh, well, I've just played for eight hours and I gained two levels. And it's like, I could play for five hours and get, like, one or two Pokemon up to level 75, if not more. So. I'm just going to beat the Elite Four and then not play it ever again, so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> See, what my are the legendaries is, like? My goal top notch so because, they're like, actual fight so yeah it's uh it's the it's exact like same as snorlax okay cool so i haven't have been to battle yet you have a yeah, time you have an opportunity to catch two of them actually more what there's more um well i've only encountered that two. fat bastard just keeps laying around well, i've only encountered two uh, i caught one you uh and then i ran away from the other one because i didn't want to fight it once you get to cerulean cave you know post game after the elite four to go catch you two um, you know how you get catch combos and makes uh, certain Pokemon more likely to show up? Mm-hmm. Hit like a, basically a catch combo of 11, and Snorlax is your rare encounter in Cerulean Cave. Which is a cool little Easter egg from the Pokedex entry. He'll come out of the mountains and the caves yep. yeah. and lay down. Well, if you, so. like the one that I chose not to catch, when I ran away from him, it said Snorlax woke up and decided to go back to the caves. Yeah. So. I like that. Um, like I said, it does a lot of good fan service stuff. But training wise, I like I like this ability train uh, to train. I think with the Generation Eight Pokemon games that are coming out this year now, um, we're gonna get kind of like a hybrid, where it's gonna you battle the Pokemon, and then you're gonna have the motion controls to catch it. Um, Shitty. Which I love the motion controls. Like I said, it, I feel more immersed by it. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, so. I feel more immersed by tr- by playing with my Switch like it's my Game Boy when it was 1998. Yeah, I like I said, I wish catching Pokemon was more like a fight, and then the actual catching process was a mini game. Well, like I feel like the catching process is a mini game, especially when you get the higher, like, yeah, 
difficulty Pokemon to catch because they just, bounce around so much. Yeah, but then you just switch to a higher level ball and then you just chuck Well, it you also got to bury them it's too. It's not always. Don't always have to. It's no, but always to like get them to stop moving. I don't bury them anymore. It's I don't, not always like that. Yeah. I don't, I'll tell you that right now. I don't, yeah. I don't wait for them to stop moving. I just time how they're coming back across the screen. I just throw a ball and for when they get to the middle. I'll say this. With the legendary Pokemon... Like, they'll activate barriers on themselves that just burn berries up. And, like, it'll, like, Pokeballs will hit them and they'll just disintegrate. Like, they make it, they make it more fun for the legendaries. Like I said, there's, they're, legendaries are awesome in the game. I haven't transferred over my Meltan for Pokemon Go yet. I need to do that. So I still haven't completed all that shit. I, I haven't either, but really all you have to do to get the little mystery box. You just have to transfer a Pokemon over to Pokemon Go, catch okay. it, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, here's your uh, mystery box. You open it up. It's like an incense for 30 minutes." And they're like, "There's your Meltan. For 30 minutes, you gotta catch as many as you fucking can because it's 400 candies to evolve them, and that's the only way to evolve them is in, in Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. You can't do it on Let's Go. Wow. Well, here's what you, you don't get uh, the Go Park until three quarters of the way through the game. So enjoy yourself. Yep. Cool. Yeah, thanks, I'm a, thanks for giving me a stupid go park and not giving me the Safari Zone. <laughs> yeah, all the Pokemon that you can catch in the Safari Zone are out in the wild now. Yeah, so. I know, but it's supposed to be a callback say, I start, to I, Yellow. I have the issue of do I want to evolve my Nidorino or Nidorina because they're only level 20? Yes, you do. You do? Okay, because yeah. I didn't know if, <laughs> I didn't know if they got better moves from staying in their state until a certain point. Not really. You'd rather have a Stage 3 Pokemon early game because you're just... Especially if you're in Cerulean, because that gives you a ground type to fuck up Surge. There you go. Cool. Um, I, like, I got my, the Moonstones I for both. I used my Pikachu to fucking tank Surge, so <laughs> my Pikachu fucking tanked his Raichu. Dude, so. the starters in the game are so broken. I love it. I'm, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I caught, okay, so this is what I was telling him earlier as we wrap this up. The first Pokemon that I caught in the game after mm-hmm. I got Pikachu was an Oddish. That's, that's my what, that was mine too. That's my number two Pokemon right now. It's a vile plume. Yeah, dude, Oddish is a bad little bitch in that game. Yeah, um, I was really impressed at how fucking tough. Uh, from Oddish to Gloom, and then I decided um, right before I did the or uh, right before I went into Rocket's Hideout and fought Giovanni for the first time. Yeah, I bought a Leaf Stone because I was you know there. Yeah. And I evolved him into a vile plume, and he's fucking tanking for me. So it's a good, uh, it's good to have a poison type, especially against Team Rocket, because then they can't poison you. Well, I have a bunch of them. So <laughs> my uh, my squad right now is Haunter, Primeape, Alolan, Marowak, Pikachu, Venomoth. Is that six? I think Pikachu, I wasn't Venomoth, counting. Alolan, Marowak, Haunter, vile plume. What was the other one? Primeape. Yeah, that's six. I tried to use Pokemon I hadn't used before in the past, so I yeah. used Pikachu my starter because um, I actually I actually never used Pikachu. I've never liked Pikachu, and then I was like, I'm going to use a Mister Mime. So I had I no Mr. choice. Mime. I had no choice because I had Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to use your starter. No, but so, as a, as an eight year old child, you, you kind of want to. But you're a 28 year old man. I know at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Child. Yeah. At this point, yeah, you're right. Back so, then, I would just do nothing but tank your starter on any game. 
But I was like, all right, I'm going to use my starter Pikachu. I'm going to use Mr. Mime. And then I got those two. Um, I am using a Poliwrath. I haven't encountered any water Pokemon at all. I wish they had the fishing rod still. Because you can't catch a water Pokemon until Squirtle and Cerulean. Or not until you get to Fuchsia when you can finally learn the surf ability. Yeah. And it's like one of the the first gym requirement is catch a grass or you have to have a grass or water type. So do you do you just teach a Pokemon the surf TM to get the surf ability? No. Where do you get the fucking surf ability at? Uh, in Fuchsia, there's a guy next to a Lapras with a surfboard, and he teaches it to your Pikachu. <laughs> uh, yes, I remember that was like a little, a really awesome mini game in Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. The surfing Pikachu, and you could well, print out pictures. Well, it'll teach it to Eevee too if you have Let's Go Eevee. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new profile, and I'm gonna do what I like to call the Ash Ketchum Challenge. Ah. And what I'm going <clears> to do is I'm going to use only Pokemon that Ash Ketchum used in the Kanto region. Yeah, I did that for a little bit. So, well, I'm not going to use any of the evolved forms. So, like, I can only use Bulbasaur. I can't evolve it to an Ivysaur or Venusaur. I can use Charizard if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primate. Uh, Butterfree. Pidgeotto. Pidgeot. Actually, Pidgeot for he one did, episode. Well, yeah, for one episode. Actually, you can say Raticate too, technically, because he had Raticate at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Snorlax. Tauros. Muck. Uh, Kingler. And Lapras. Lapras. But, the, I mean, he didn't get that until uh, the Orange Islands. I thought he had it a little bit before. He got it in the Orange Islands. Well, then I won't use Lapras. But that that was technically in the middle of Kanto in in terms of the series. The Orange Islands took it place was after before. all eight badges, though. So, But it took place before the uh, Indigo League. No, he got he got beat in the Pokemon League first. Yes, he did. Thanks for uh, telling me that. Yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, did you have you got strength yet? No, where the fuck do I get that at? So you got to go down south of uh, Fuchsia a little bit. You're gonna run into Team Rocket. They're gonna give you some golden teeth. You gotta take him back to the warden. Yeah. Oh. I remember doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, I gotta beat Sabrina. I still have to get cut. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> where is that? Is that in Vermilion? It's on SSN. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. You literally just walk on there and then walk up to the warden and then, or the captain and then leave. Rub his tummy a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Gotcha. But, uh. So it's a fun game. I love it. Like I said, it's an extra game. It's an extra title to play. So all the people that are, like, critiquing it, like, it's not good for the competitive scene of Pokemon. It's like. Yeah. It's not meant for hardcore players, dude. Fucking go keep jerking off. Like. And be on with your day. If you want to keep doing, like, competitive stuff, you have. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, yeah, right there. Yeah, this is just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. There's no, there's nothing. It doesn't need to be anything more than it is. Because one, it's just one. It's a remake of a classic, and then it's just fun. I would like to see them continue with this series, though. Yeah. I would like to have like a Let's Go Johto, but only give me the Johto region. Don't give it to where I have to go back to Kanto again. Yeah. Because if you count this one, we've been to Kanto, I think, five times in all of Pokemon. Which, I love the Kanto region, don't get me wrong, but if I just got this game, 
and then they end up continuing with like the Let's Go series. Well, here's what you do: instead of doing Let's Go Silver, Let's Go Gold, you know, doing that, whatever version you want to say there. Yeah. Just do Let's Go Crystal, and you got them both. Yeah, but Pokemon's not going to do that. <laughs> no. Company's not going to do that. No. But uh, but it's the same thing as doing Let's Go Silver, Let's Go Gold. No, what I mean though is. So in Gold and Silver, after you beat Johto, you yeah, go over you go to back Kanto. to Kanto, yeah. I don't want that. Why? Because I just was there. But you have a different experience. Would it be, though? Yeah. That was always a different experience. Because you're taking those Johto Pokemon back to Kanto. Yeah, but I don't know. I, then I would... And it's like... I've been back to Johto You go to Kanto fight somebody so in a gym, now. and it's like, ha, look at your puny Charmander. Here's my Typhlosion! <laughs> I mean, that's always what it was. Kind of. I mean, yeah. they were tougher. The gym, the gym leaders themselves, not the actual trainers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except so for that one dude to... with, like, the six magic carp. Just waiting. Yeah. Waiting for you to take on his six magic carp. I don't know. I think it would be cool. One if of they which was level different... 40. <laughs> I think it would be cool if they added a different post game. Yeah. To, like, if they did a remake for Gold and Silver for Let's Go, where it was not Kanto. But just give me Mount Silver immediately. And then maybe add, like, the Sevi Islands from uh, Leaf Green. Oh, that'd be cool. And uh, Fire Red. I stopped playing at Crystal, so I don't know what you're talking about. They Leaf added, Fire so Red like, was... in this In, like, the original games, you could find uh, Moltres and Victory Road. And it's the same in this one, which is I thought was stupid. Like, in the remakes, the original remakes of uh, Red and green they added these things called the steady islands so like after you beat the elite four you could go down to these islands and do different things well Moltres was on one of these islands and i wish they would have brought those back in this game. yeah steady islands was really cool that's some uh that's some cool shit there but yeah i just i hope they continue with the series i think it'd be a fun uh fun experience to be able to go through johto and you know catch a wild totodile mm-hmm with motion controls. <laughs> fucking motion controls. <laughs> and then uh, have to battle that fucking milk tank. That fucking milk tank. <laughs> Fuck that milk tank. All right. We're running. I'm done. I need to eat. I need to eat, too. I'm getting some Taco Bell. I got a fart. I'm going home to eat. I'm going to grab some Taco Bell. So this was a fun game. I'm looking forward to uh, continuing to play. I'm looking forward to continuing to play Starlink. And hopefully, eventually, beating Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> Still haven't done that. Are you ever uh, going to go back and finish Origins? At this point, probably not. Hmm. I don't think you'll finish Odyssey either. I need to. You won't. I like it a lot more than Origins, so I'm probably going to. I um, but yeah. Well, I guess that's it. So. I'm done. Do your plugs. Check us out every Tuesday live here on Facebook, Twitch. And YouTube on the podcast feed pages Did for we those get respective. Out? Yeah, I got. We've been on YouTube this whole time. Cool. I, uh, didn't know that. I figured it out for Brews with Dudes pregame last week. I didn't figure it out. It just works. All of a sudden. So uh, I told you what you had to do to fix it. I didn't even do anything. I just I just went anyway. So we're live on those every Tuesday. Uh, you can check us out in audio form on the podcast feed feed itself by subscribing to us on Podbean and iTunes, eventually Spotify and all that, but 
right now. It's just Podbean and iTunes, and you get a bunch of extra content. If you if you're already listening to us, you're you may be on the journey into comics network. Uh, so go ahead and swing over to us, and you get the extra content. If not, oh well, you get us ev- you get us every Thursday on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and all of the podcasting platforms via the Journey into Comics Network. Wherever you buy your podcast for now, until until they find a replacement show for us. It's kind of like Starship Troopers. You know, I don't even want to know where that's going to go. Well, I mean, I'll give you the job until you're dead or we find somebody better. Okay. So, I mean, if you're if you're if you Thanks. haven't already subscribed to the Journey into Comics Network and you get all the other shows like Journey into Comics, Journey Wrestling, poor 360 coming up. Yeah, Journey into Wrestling, Gallif Radio, Foodies Watching Movies, Brews with Dudes, Voice of Survival, Us Podcastrophe, Crucial Tunes coming up. And the best of the week. Dungeons with Dudes. Dungeons with Dudes. Every other Sunday. Hosted by a Mr. Dave Linder and Nick Maxson. And who knows what else is in the in the works. So, uh, yeah, check us out there. Blaine and I both have secret stuff in the works. Yes. We do. Just for us. Just for us. <laughs> I'm just here. Matt's just here. Matt might have some secret stuff, too. He's Matt. I don't. All right, man. <laughs> Woo! All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. Please make every day a big dick day. Bye, guys.